The following is another Classic Hit Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school football. So third and 11. Same formation, Wildcat. Schnitzler going to go left, then cuts back to his right, up the middle, has a little bit of room, bounces outside, 15-10, and he's into the end zone again. Tonight, the Class D2 state playoffs kick off in Kennesaw as the Blue Devils battle the Giltner Hornets. High School Football on KKPR is brought to you by the Class Kids Sports Club. Hendricks in the gun, hands off to Lichty, and he'll crash up the middle into the end zone, and it's another Giltner score, 34-12 now. Both teams were rated in the preseason top 10, but injuries affected both squads this season. And tonight, one very talented team will see their season end early. Two perennial powers kick off next as the Hornets battle the Blue Devils, but first a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Kennesaw with KKPR Sports Director Doug Dude and Larry Baker. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good evening, everyone. It is the final Thursday in October, and that means the Nebraska State High School football playoffs are underway. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, live in Kennesaw for a rare first-round matchup between teams that were ranked in the preseason top ten. And for Giltner, this has kind of become old hat. Uh, Lawrence Nelson played them a couple of years ago when they were currently ranked in the top ten. You always have some good competition down south of the interstate here, south central to east central Nebraska in class D1 and D2 football where not everybody can go undefeated and be a high seed. But Giltner and Kennesaw ready to duel again, and we're glad to have you along with us on the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We mentioned the injuries and how they have affected the teams this year. For Kennesaw, they were preseason number two in the state and came out and fell to the defending state champion Exeter Milligan in overtime. They lost Preston Schnitzler in that game, and that really affected them when they played Lawrence Nelson the next week and lost 20-8. to So they were 0-2 out of the gate. But since then, they've run the table. Their record says 6-2. and One of those is the forfeit win last week over Elwood, so they've played five games since then and easily won all five of those. For Giltner, here's a football team that is very strong, year in and year out, just like Kennesaw, and uh, they started the season by rolling up Palmer, but they played Bruning Davenport Shickley, who remains undefeated in D1. They played Exeter Milligan, whose only loss is to Fall City Sacred Heart, and that was a two-point game, and then last week they also lost to Lawrence Nelson, but last week they were affected by the loss of their All-State possibility in running back in Christian Lichty, and Larry, that might be the difference in the football game tonight because you already had two different styles of football, but uh, you take the key piece. It would be like taking Preston Schnitzler back out of the Kennesaw lineup. Yeah, and I mean, this time of year, Doug, it is one of those deals of who you can bring now. November football is all about who you can get to November. Every team has to go through it. It is about that persevering piece. I will tell you that Giltner is a team very well coached schematically they're built to withstand a loss like that because of how they do things they will be able to spread the ball around they put a tremendous amount of pressure 
on a defense because they bring 11-man passing concepts to the eight-man game. Very hard to defend. But Kennesaw's a team very well coached. They do have their leader back, as you talked about earlier, with Schnitzler going out. He is back. We saw him down there in pregame. He's ready to roll. You know, it's a kid that's racked up almost 1,200 yards on the ground this year. This will be a very good football game. We have some games that are already final, games that are underway, and we'll keep you up to date on the Ashley Furniture Home Store scoreboard. Amherst and Sutherland just kicking off. Amherst, the number one seed in the western bracket of D1, already have a second-round matchup set. Hemingford beats South Loop by a score of 48-7 to this afternoon, and Elgin pulled away in the second half to beat Axtell by a score of 52-28. to So Elgin will make the trip out to the defending state champions from Hemingford. Clearwater Orchard and Dundee County Stratton are scoreless in the first quarter at the half. Perkins County leads Twin Loop 38-14. to In the east side of the D1 bracket, Bloomfield looking for the first upset. They lead the five-seed Lord Central Catholic 46-20 to in the third quarter. High Plains 20, Howells Dodge 14. That's in the first quarter. And at the half, Diller Odell leads Clarkson Lee 26-20. to In D2, the top seed in the west, Chambers Wheeler Central rolls Wallace by a score of 60-6. to Pleasanton and Sandhill Stedford are just underway. Crawford gets its first playoff win in 10 years as they down Alma today by a score of 28-16. Humphrey St. Francis, O'Neill St. Mary's underway. Randolph has beaten Johnson Brock 76-33. They'll travel to Fall City Sacred Heart, who struggled early but then rattled off the last 36 points of the game, and the Irish beat Emerson Hubbard 52-18. And the second quarter, why not 36 Palmer, nothing. Lawrence Nelson tied at the half, went on to a 38-22 win over Lions Decatur Northeast and Exeter Milligan and Sterling just kicking off. So that's a look at the scores on the Ashley Furniture scoreboard, and we will keep you up to date on those throughout the night. But it's Kennesaw, it's Giltner, both in the preseason top ten. Giltner actually is the team that is ranked by the Lincoln Journal Star, and Kennesaw is listed as the contender. But, Larry, as you come in tonight, you have to have the feeling that Kennesaw at home, full strength, is the favorite. Well, yeah, and you drop out of the rankings when you start 0-2, but they're the number two team in the state to start the year. Uh, Not full speed, you know, so that that happens. Uh, But this is a heavyweight matchup. Not very often you see a matchup like this in round one. And it's already shaping up. You're watching the pregame warm-ups here in this Kennesaw defense. They're down there, and the, the scout O uh, for Kennesaw is running Giltner's stuff. And that defense, it's all zero defense. And when you do that with the spread, you drag Schnitzler out of the box into coverage, makes it a little easier to run the ball, and you better be able to stay with, guys, if you're running zero defense. Well, we'll see how it plays out. It'll be Kennesaw's run against Giltner's pass, and we'll hear from the coaches, Jeff Ashby of the Hornets and Craig Schnitzler of the Blue Devils when we return on the New Tech Seed pregame show. This is Eric Lichty, the branch manager of Giltner State Bank, a branch of Henderson State Bank, member FDIC. I would like to invite you to stop into our new location just off of the Giltner Spur. Come meet our friendly staff and visit with us about our products and services. We have a hometown-friendly atmosphere that will make your banking experience pleasant. We specialize in agricultural loans as well as your personal loan needs. We're an equal housing lender. Come in and see what we can do for you. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports. 
and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. Back on the New Tech Seed pregame show as the state playoffs get underway. Giltner, Kennesaw, two of the programs that have put up a ton of wins over the last decade. And Jeff Ashby of the Hornets joins us here. And Coach, a uh, few more wins this year. But, boy, you have found a way here lately to get some pretty darn uh, interesting draws. And uh, this year's is no different. Yeah, uh, we got a pretty uh, tough draw there with Kennesaw. Um, they're a very good football team. And, you know, there are only a couple losses. Like I said, it was you know, when Snister was hurt and, and things. So with him healthy, and I think their whole team's pretty healthy at this point, so it's going to be a pretty tough task to slow them down. And it's a coin flip. Uh, you kind of flip the script for you guys. Same story. Both teams have had their starting uh, running back senior get injured this year, but you do not have yours back. No, yeah, he lost uh, out on the Johnson-Brock game dislocated his shoulder, so he will not be back available for us. He wasn't available last week against Lawrence Nelson and, and won't be available tonight. And so uh, we just have to get the next man up and do the best we can do. With Christian out, you actually turn to a freshman. Will he get the same looks uh, as Christian did? Oh, probably not quite as much as Christian did. Uh, we're going to have to rely on you know um, our other seniors and juniors that hopefully we get them the ball you know throwing through the air and, and things like that and but uh trevor linden our freshman you know he's going to be a really good football player and, and for him to step in as a freshman is not really fair to him but uh you know he's ready to go so uh, we'll see what he can do well alex garaki is your quarterback you're known as a passing team anyway uh he is a sophomore for you talk about him stepping in and taking over the lineage of such great quarterbacks and signal callers that you've had well, you know, we've had our ups and downs. You know, Alex has, you know, played pretty well, you know, for the most part in the year. You know, it's just a learning process. And, you know, I was thinking back in my 21-year career, I think I've only started one sophomore quarterback, and that's Nate Most, and he was a pretty special guy. And so for Alex to step in and do as well as I had, that's pretty pretty good. And, you know, we're going to get what we get with Alex. He's going to have some good tosses and some bad tosses. And, you know, that's just part of the learning process. But uh, we expect good things. We're talking with Giltner football coach Jeff Ashby getting ready to take on Kennesaw. So we know one or two of the strengths have changed here from your football team. What about uh, some other strengths that you have? Obviously, two teams that can score a lot of points. Uh, maybe the defense can uh, get some slowdowns in this game. What are you anticipating on the defensive side of the football? Yeah, we just we got to get a lot of guys at the point of attack, you know, to slow down uh, Snisler and, and get those guys um, somehow figure out a way to get them stopped. and um, But it could be a, a case of where we're just going to hopefully play very well on offense and uh, try to outscore them. could be one of those deals. Defensively, you're pretty balanced. I mean, you don't have one kid that's got 90, 100 tackles. Pretty balanced on that side of the ball. Yeah, you know, like I said, um, we've been pretty fortunate that we've had uh, some, about four sophomores really step up and play pretty well for us. Um, you know, they had to because – um, we just we're a young football team. We have uh, with Christian out. You know we we're down to uh, three seniors and uh, two of those um, seniors, Brett Good and Corey Hollick, have uh, really been great players for us over the last couple of years. So, um, but the young guys uh, are doing pretty well. You know they're they're doing everything we ask them to do, and uh, um, they're getting a little bit more confident each game and. We were really rolling, you know, going into, you know, we played extra Milligan really tough and 
just kept getting better each week. And then we had the setback with Christian getting hurt in the Johnson Brock game, so we had to you know step somebody else in and and things like that. But uh, you know it is what it is. That's part of football and the injury things. And uh, I think uh, the young guys are ready to go. Talking here with the head football coach at Giltner, Jeff Ashby. You've already touched on uh, Kennesaw a little bit. They don't do a lot of different things, uh, but they do do them well. Yeah, you know, they're they're similar to uh, Dean Phillippe over at Exeter Milligan. You know, that I always say, you know, they're the easiest team to prepare for, but uh, pretty hard to stop. And, and that's, that's what you get when teams are like that. And when they know they can run the ball and, and just keep pounding at you and, you know, whatever it is, as far as score-wise going in, they know by, you know, late third quarter, fourth quarter, they're going to start wearing the defense down. So hopefully, you know, on our part, we can get some stops. We can, you know, maybe get lucky and get some three and outs, you know, and things like that because we don't want to have to be on the field, you know, very long with our defense. And, and so hopefully we're going to use our offense as basically part of our defense and try to keep the ball away from them, you know, and, and see what see what happens there. Jeff, I know that one of the weaknesses, and I'm sure that uh, you probably won't go crazy on this, but uh, Kennesaw's weakness is covering the deep ball, and you're a team that likes to throw that football. Is that what it's going to take, just stepping back and chucking it here tonight? Well, you know, we've been pretty successful, you know, the last, you know, four times we've played them throwing the football, so hopefully we can continue that success there, and but... uh, I think they're a little bit better up front than they have been in the past as far as a pass rush, so uh, we might not get a lot of time. So I think we can be successful as long as we get some pass protection. We'll see how that goes as the night goes along, but uh, hopefully that's what we're counting on. Jeff, you're you're the underdog. You're not v- very rarely the underdog when it comes to the playoffs. How does you how do you the coaches approach that without letting the kids know? I mean, they they probably know that hey, we're the ten seed. They're the seven. We're without our eye back. But uh, how do you approach a game in the playoffs when maybe you're not the favorite? Well, you know, I think for the most part, the kids know. Uh, you know, Kennesaw was beat by Exeter Milligan, and they were beat by Lawrence Nelson. Two teams that we were beat by. Um, similar scores and things like that. So in our kids, you, you know, they know they got a chance. If they play really well and we get stops on defense, they know they got a chance to win this game. So it's not like they're going in here thinking, you know, wow, we got to play Kennesaw. Um, um, we got a chance to win this game. We just got to play really well and, and hopefully don't turn the ball over and and uh, hopefully we don't have a downpour like we did last week against <laughs> Lawrence Nelson. Um, that was that was pretty miserable for our style of offense. So hopefully we get you know, a pretty good night here. Yeah, you always want the best conditions, give the kids uh, the best chance. And, uh, Jeff, always a pleasure to chat with you. You guys do a great job there, and uh, we look forward to a great game tonight. Okay, thanks for having me. That's Jeff Ashby, head coach at Giltner. We'll talk with Craig Schnitzer when we return on the New Tech Seed pregame show right after this. JSGK Catering in Giltner has catered everywhere from cornfields to wedding receptions. Give us a try at your next occasion. Call 402-849-2244. Steve and Kathy Hosier and Jack and Gail Rath wish the Giltner athletes the best of luck from JSGK Catering. Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist, is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. 
Back on the new Take Seed pregame show. They're starting to deliver our mail to Kennesaw. I think every night game we've been there. They haven't had that many home games, but uh, they've got one here tonight in the playoffs, and we're pleased to be joined by the head football coach, Craig Schnitzer. And, Coach, uh, it was just a couple of weeks that we saw you. It was actually your last regular season game. You took care of business, especially in the second half against Bertrand, and you had the rare bye week because that was the scheduled Elwood game and of course as everybody knows they had to forfeit the season so what's the feeling like uh, a little different and how did you handle that off week well we just kind of took uh, one day at a time you know we're coming off a big win over Bertrand and and we gave the kids uh, Monday off and uh, and then we came back Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and really I thought we had some good practices we worked on some formations that uh, we felt we needed to have a better hand on uh, defensively and and so we just you know worked on things that we needed to do to get better and and I really thought it was a good week and and then of course we had to wait till Saturday to see who we could play so we really couldn't just um, we didn't know who to practice for so we just worked on the things that we needed to obviously you knew from when we talked before the season then to have the two losses what was ahead of you took care of business knew that you would probably get a draw that wasn't that of a one or two seed like you've been playing like the last five or six weeks. And so uh, rarely do you have a, a, a draw like this. So there will be no easy games between now and whenever this season comes to an end. No, that's for sure. You know, we start with Giltner and what a, what a tradition uh, they have in, in football. They've had a, a ton of success. They've had great athletes there. They've, they've coached these kids to where they really understand their system and and uh, it's going to be a great challenge tonight for us, you know. And I, I think our kids have had a good week, and and they're prepared, and, and we're ready to go. Well, Craig, uh, this is not the same Giltner team as we've seen that has been down at Memorial Stadium. They lose their halfback, but they still like to chuck the ball. So, what are you seeing as you scout the Hornets? Well, I see a team, you know, that uh, really likes to spread the ball around. Uh, they utilize everybody they got. Uh, from the outside receiver to the inside receiver to the back. They even have a, a guard-eligible pass. And so they really try to move the ball around and try to get you in positions where you make mistakes defensively. And, you know, a lot of it, I see a lot of what they've been doing for the last five, eight years or so um, that that we've seen when we played them. And so, you know, it's just a matter of making sure we got everybody in place and, and they do assignment football and they make plays when – when the opportunity is there, and that's the biggest thing. Um, but a lot of things they're doing, they've been doing for, for many years now. Craig Schnitzler, the head football coach at Kennesaw, is with us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. You like a lot, about 95 probably percent of what your football team is doing. You still thought maybe you were a little weak in, in pass defense on the deep ball. Is this Giltner just lining up and trying to chuck the ball down the field on you? Well, I don't, you know, I don't know if that's going to be their game plan. They certainly, they like to throw deep. Uh, they like to throw a lot of screens uh, at you, and then uh, run some fake screens off of that. And so they're going to mix it up uh, short and short and long in the intermediate. And you know, we just got to make sure we're running with guys. And and the other thing is, we got to get pressure on that quarterback. We can't let him get comfortable back there because he's got a good arm on him, and he's a big, tall kid. And so we've just got to keep pressure on him at on every possession. Coach Ashby talked about your line, and obviously it's pretty consistent, and you've got uh, some seniors up there, and we've talked about them before. How do you see Giltner's line? Uh, they're big. You know, they got two guys. Um, I think one's at 265, another one's at 250, and they're really the anchor to their line. And 
um, they're strong kids, big kids. Uh, they move well, and so you know we're going to have to do a good job on, with our blocking. We've got to stay on blocks, and we just can't hit and release. Uh, we've got to do a good job up front, and, and our guys have done that all year. We've seen big guys. We've we've gone against big guys, and and I think our our line has a good understanding of of uh, what we're trying to accomplish up front, and and who they're to block, and. And uh, we've done a good job of that. You've had some common opponents for not being district foes. How much does that help? How much of that specific tape do you look at, Lawrence Nelson, Exeter Milligan and such? Well, for us, you know, so it was a long time ago. It seems like <laughs> when we played uh, Exeter Milligan and Lawrence Nelson, and we're a different ball club than, than those first two games. And, you know, we, we had a chance. I know Giltner played Exeter oh, at the end of, of – uh, September, so we got an opportunity to look at that and see what they're doing um, against uh, a team like Exeter Milligan. And so, I, you know, I don't know how much he can pick up from from our two games uh, because they were so early and really were a different ball club at this time of year. Well, and that's that's just the whole that's the whole gamut. That's what everybody's talking about, uh, whether they live in Kennesaw or whether they're maybe face you here in the playoffs. Is what kind of team you have. So, Craig, on the field, you've dominated uh, after those first two weeks with everybody healthy and Preston back there. You've had him at running back. You're going to play him at quarterback uh, in this ball game tonight. Do you feel like the team you thought and everybody thought you would have in the offseason that had you preseason two and three and, and made the deep run in the playoffs last year? Or do you have to find out tonight if that's the kind of team you have? Well, I think I think offensively we're right there. Uh, we're executing well, the, and uh, in a, you know, and, and we're able to get some passes, uh, completions, and but really our running game I think is where I thought it would have been, and and early in the year, and, and it's probably even further along. And defensively, I think uh, we're playing better than I, I think I anticipated uh, early in the season. The kids have really stepped up. They've They've made plays all over the field. They've we just haven't made a lot of mistakes. Even last week with or two weeks ago with Bertrand, we had guys stride for stride with their receiver. He just that Fitzgerald just made tremendous one-handed catches, and and you really can't ask any more from the kids, you know, when they're running stride for stride with them. Other than we just got to do a little better job of making plays, getting a hand up, and try to get some of those knocked down. But it wasn't like we were getting beat by three, four yards. Well, the start of the playoff run uh, begins tonight. A heck of a first game here for Kennesaw and Giltner. And, uh, Craig, best of luck to your boys, and hopefully we'll get to talk again as the season progresses. All right, I appreciate it. It should be an exciting football game. That is the head coach of the Blue Devils, Craig Schnitzler. We'll be back with the starting lineups as we approach kickoff in the state high school football playoffs right after this on the New Tech Seed pregame show. The Kennesaw Market is an affiliated foods Midwest store. The Kennesaw Market is your hometown grocer, stocking Surefine and Surefresh products. The Kennesaw Market also has a dining area, serving daily lunch specials, dine-in or carry-out. The Kennesaw Market is open from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday, and 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Sundays. They appreciate your business at the Kennesaw Market, 210 North Smith Avenue in Kennesaw. The Kennesaw Market is a proud supporter of all the Kennesaw athletes, teams, and coaches. He's at the 30, 20, 10, touchdown, touchdown, the whole team wins. 
When you're looking for someone to throw you a winning touchdown, contact your hometown team, the Krull Agency for Protection, written through IMT or Wadena Insurance. They'll help you customize an insurance plan for you. Call the Krull Agency in Minden, Kennesaw, Hastings, and Roseland. The IMT Group and you, a team that can't be beat. And welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you live here at Kennesaw. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school football. Let's look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And we will start with the uh, Giltner Hornets. Here's how things break down for them tonight. At center, number 76, six foot, 250-pound junior, Tucker Gartner. The guards, number 7, is 6'3", 265-pound senior, Corey Hollick, and number 8, 5'7", 140-pound junior, Dakota Linden. Those are your guards, Larry, 140, 265. Yeah, unbelievable. And we take a look at uh, the wide sets. They don't go with the tight ends. The X is number 10, 165-pound sophomore, Josh Henricks. Number 24 is the Y, 185-pound junior, Trevor Sock. And the Z is number 3, 170-pound senior, Brett Good. The I-back will be the freshman, Trevor Linden, 5'6", 180-pounder. And the quarterback is number 13, 6'1", 190-pound sophomore in Alex Goraki, as you heard from the head coach in our pregame interview, Jeff Ashby, assisted by Matt Drew, Scott Dangler, missing Christian Lichty, the senior All-Stater, with an outstanding job uh, throughout the season, but injured two games ago. They're 5-3, and three, ranked as high as number 10 in Class D2. For the Kennesaw Blue Devils, the center is number 70, 205-pound senior Red Johnson. The guards are number 43, 200-pound senior Tyler Summers, and number 44, 235-pound senior Carson Woodman. Kennesaw goes with three ends. Number 10, 190-pound senior Keaton Harpum. Number 25, 190-pound senior Jake Brunk. And number 33, 175-pound senior Dylan Sugar. The I-back is number 6, 160-pound sophomore Tyson Burr. And the quarterback is number 8, 185-pound senior Preston Schnitzler. Leads the team in rushing. They don't throw the ball very much. Ironically, he also leads the team in touchdown receptions. No, and the fascinating piece of this, Doug, is, is on one side of the ball, this is going to be 1984. They pack them in, uh, does Kennesaw, and they're just going to run it right down your throat. Giltner's going to get the ball. They're going to spread it out. It's going to be a ton of shallow cross, mesh concept. Uh, so I, styles definitely collide here. And the head coach is Craig Schnitzler, assisted by Chuck Rowe, Casey Olson, Dustin Perry, and they come in at 6-2. and two on the season. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney, back with more in a moment. Corn growers, would you like to plant a high-value corn hybrid that attracts 40 cents per bushel premium on average and reduces U.S. dependence on foreign oil? Golden Harvest Enogen Corn can do this for your farm. Your local ethanol plant is now ready to begin contracting Enogen Corn. Contact your local Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman in Kennesaw, for details on growing Enogen Corn from Golden Harvest. Brent and Sarah Woodman would like to wish all the Kennesaw High School students a very successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! Let's take a look now at our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Just the one injury, but the significant injury is already talked about for Giltner, and that's the senior halfback, 
and linebacker, which is just as important in Christian Lichty. For Kennesaw, they are missing a couple of sophomores in Will Gallagher and Stephen Duffy that would play. Noah Klein, a freshman lineman, uh, is also out. And that is the injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. We're nearing game time, about three minutes away from the kickoff. And as you look at the white jerseys and the orange trim lined up along the far side, it's not a north-south, it's an east-west field here at Kennesaw. The blue jerseys and the black numerals. And for those of you that followed Overton for a long time, they're very similar to what the Eagles won were wearing. A lot of seniors on this ball club for Kennesaw. And Larry, they want to... They want to uh, go deeper than last year's state quarterfinal run, and they've set themselves up for a chance. Well, yeah, without question, for the last few years, Doug, Kennesaw's been right there. They're ready to take the step. And it's the last time for uh, Coach Nitzler to coach one of his sons. This is the third, and Preston on his way. We'll be back with the start of tonight's game in a moment. In Giltner, stop by and see your friendly insurance agents at Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw Insurance specializes in crop, farm, property, casualty, life, and health. For a free consultation, stop by the Giltner office or give them a call. Robert Shaw Insurance. The Sitting Bull Saloon in downtown Giltner is a proud sponsor of all Giltner Athletics. Don't miss homemade pizza every Thursday through Saturday night and many other menu items. Keep your pockets full when you fill your belly at the Sitting Bull Saloon in downtown Giltner. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Well, Kennesaw is going to have the football to start the game tonight. And, Larry, there's no surprise. I thought whoever won the toss would take it and see if their offense can set the tone. Well, that's a thing. You always love the two-for-one, defer and try to get the two-for-one at the end of the first half, start of the second. But if you're Kennesaw right here, set the tone. You've got the best player in the football game. Get it going right off the bat. And you've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. It will be Kennesaw going from our left to right, and Giltner will be going from our right to left as you view it along your radio dial on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Kennesaw, Giltner, and as always, the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com, PlatteRiverPreps.com, where you can hear the games live. The podcasts go up immediately after the games. Photos of a lot of our football, volleyball contests throughout the year as well, and our internet streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska, Kearney. We are the difference makers called to schedule a campus visit. So back to return it will be Burr and Schnitzler. We'll probably also see a little bit of Alex Heyer. They've used him as quarterback from time to time as well. Ready to boot it away and get our football game going. Any trickery right away? Yes, it is. Onside kick. It didn't go far enough. Kennesaw is going to get the ball 
at the Giltner 38-yard line, and that kind of tells you what Coach Ashby's thinking over there on the sidelines. Absolutely love the call. You just want to try to execute it a little. That ball went about six, seven yards is all, Doug, and just stopped. So the failed onside kick, and probably how many times is Kennesaw or Giltner had to try that throughout the season. So they'll start at the 38-yard line of Giltner. First down and 10 out of the pistol with the running backs to the right and left of Preston Schnitzler. Low snap, takes it off the left side, gets a little hold of the 35, and it'll be brought down at the 33-yard line. Gang tackled over there by a couple of players. Trying to see who got off the bottom of the pile there, Bakes. Yeah, Trevor Sock, 24, looked like made the contact there, Doug. Just double ISO. All they did is snap it, sent both backs in, just running straight double ISO. They're a blast um, and very um, uh, big push there by the Kennesaw offensive line. And that's going to be the key is, is who can handle this thing up front. They've moved Preston around all kinds of different positions. Now they go to the I formation. Denkert will be the fullback from time to time. Handed off right side, looking for some running room and nowhere to go that time for Tyson Burr. Might have picked up a half yard. It's going to be third down. We'll call it three and a half. They'll give him a good yard on the play. Yeah, Brett Good came up there for Giltner. Came flying off the roof. Did a nice job to make the tackle there, Doug. Tried to get outside, and it looks to me like Kennesaw's money is going to be made in between those tackles, maybe not on the perimeter. And you know Kennesaw is thinking two downs here, uh, so Giltner, but if they could come away with a big stop after the failed onside kick, give themselves some confidence with the five linemen, three linebackers, and Schnitzler going to fake the handoff, come to the right side, the weak side, and they'll get into the backfield, and the tackle is made by Brett Good. He's short of the first down after picking up two. It's fourth down and one. They run the same play again. They'll get the first down, but... Good coverage on the first three plays here by the Giltner defense. I think what you'll see here is they'll go back to what they ran on that first play, Doug. That was a big push by that offensive line. Then the next two plays, they tried to get to the perimeter. And on the perimeter, it wasn't as good. My guess is here is you're going to see same play you saw, blast or double ISO there uh, that we saw on the first play of the game. They'll actually put him in the pistol, Red Johnson. They get the ball back to him over the right side. First down, a little bit more across the 25 to the 24-yard line. A solid gain of five in the game's first down. Yeah, it was the exact play we called there, Doug. They just ran it to the right instead of the left. You're going to see Coach Schnitzler now probably stay with that. You've you've established that right now up front. Um, uh, Giltner's running an odd front, and they're able to get push off tackle. So first down and 10, first first down of the ball game at the 24-yard line of Giltner going back to the I formation. Schnitzler tosses it to Burr, short side, right side, has a block, 20-15, down the sideline, 10-5, touchdown. Kennesaw, 24 yards for Tyson Burr. Yeah, and Tyson Burr comes into the ninth, the third leading rusher on the team, you know, Doug, but boy, he hit the edge there and they blocked it up very, very well. Giltner didn't set the edge there. They'd set the edge on the uh, previous two perimeter runs, and they didn't get that done there. So it was exactly what you called. Kennesaw get the ball and just head straight down the field. Now it's time to line up for the conversion. They have mixed the run and kick. And, of course, 
when you've dominated as much as you've had the last five weeks, you can try to break that kicker in, but they are going to go for two right in the middle of the field out of the I formation. They'll turn. They'll pitch it to Burr. Burr has a little hole, and he sticks it over the end line for the touchdown or for the two-point conversion. The five-points bank touchdown also scored by Tyson Burr. So you watch Preston Schnitzler get six touchdowns almost every game, and they go to Burr here after converting fourth down and one. The five-points bank touchdown, five-points bank, the better bank, with 9.43 to go in the first quarter. Kennesaw 8, Giltner nothing on Classic Hits. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the dent popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. A custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the dent popper north of the railroad first avenue on the bricks downtown Kearney. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. Preston Schnitzler has it teed up for Kennesaw. Brett Good back to try and return it unless it sails into the end zone, which it does. And Coach Nitzler will also change his kickers. If he wants to send something short, he'll take a different kicker, move Preston out. But if Preston's there, usually can boot that ball into the end zone. And now here comes Giltner with that young backfield. Yeah, and I just think, Doug, you're going to see him spread out right away. I think you're going to see shallow cross right off the bat, a little mesh concept here where they're going to switch those receivers up in a man concept. They'll get a guy free. Can they protect it? Alex Garaki is your quarterback out of the shotgun. Twins right, single left. He does have Lennon in the backfield. They're going to run option. He'll keep it himself when he gets planted as he comes across the 15-yard line. And, boy, Schnitzler brought the heat. It looked like there was going to be a little bit of a hole there, and it closed in a hurry. And they are going to call it a fumble. He just ripped his guts out, Doug. That was a great form tackle. He ran his feet when he did it. Wow. I thought maybe the ball had come to the ground and then it squirted out, but it is a fumble, and it'll be first down and 10 at the 16-yard line. Love the play call, and Gildner actually had room. They had made a little money on the play, and Schnitzler just came downhill. Now, this is not what Giltner wanted. Kennesaw a chance to go up quickly by two, so a direct snap to Preston Schnitzler. The quarterback will bring it across the 15 into the red zone at the 13-yard line. It's going to be a gain of three. I don't know that Kennesaw's got to run a different play. That's that double ISO again, Doug. They are have established the line of scrimmage, and they're sending both backs through. Schnitzler's gamey enough here. He chops his feet in the hole and waits for a little bit of daylight, and he can explode. So one offensive play for Giltner, and it ends up being a fumble. We are in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone. When you're in the zone to find a newer used vehicle, head to the top of the hill. Second and 42nd, Kearney's hometown Ford store. Second down, we'll call it eight yards to go. You're going to counter to Burr, and Burr's not going to get a whole lot there as he's drugged down from behind after a short gain. Yeah, and that was a very, very good play there by Corey Hollick out of Giltner. Uh, they pulled the backside tackle there, and he just got underneath of it, Doug. Did Hollick from Giltner did a great job, played underneath the puller there and went right to the back. 
Third down and six early on with 8.30 and counting in the first quarter. Kennesaw on top, 8-0. They recover a fumble, and they're on the move again. Giltner needs to come up with a stop here on third and six at the 13. Schnitzler, a play fake. He wants to throw. Plenty of time in the pocket. Now rolls out to his right. Everybody's covered. Decides to run, and he is going to be brought down after a short game. Great job of containment there by the uh, Giltner defense. Tucker Gartner makes the tackle and maybe got a yard on the play. It'll be fourth down. They're not even really going to move the chains. We'll call it fourth and six. Yes, uh, just a two-man route there, Doug. And when he rolled out, Giltner did a great job. Staying home because it was kind of a naked boot. He goes out to the left, comes back right, and when he did, the CBR player for Giltner was home. So here we go. They converted on fourth at about a yard and a half. Now it's fourth down and six at the 12-yard line. They'll actually go twins to the left, look for Schnitzler to go by himself to the right. That's exactly what he does. Has a little bit of a seam, has the first down, has the touchdown. Yeah, and really doesn't get touched there, Doug. Once he lowered his pads, nobody touched him. They just don't have an answer for that power run. They go twins to the top, but I was like you. That was going to be power run to the bottom all the way, and it was, and he really doesn't get touched. I don't expect Kennesaw to kick early here. They think points, I think, are going to be a premium. Their defense is good enough, and they're just going to keep trying to pound. So they'll go for the two-point conversion after the five-points bank touchdown, the first of the night for Preston Schnitzler, and this is what they've been doing since the third week of the season, they went against Exeter Milligan. They'll give it to Burr, pitch sweep right side, and he is going to be drugged down from behind. Gartner is in there again, so the two-point conversion run is no good, but 7.34 to go in the first quarter. Kennesaw, 14, guilt or nothing, on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The Aurora Cooperative Grain Team is excited to do all we can to help you have a great fall harvest. Whether it's opening earlier, closing later, offering great prices, harvest policies, or other marketing needs, we want to help you achieve your marketing goals. Be sure to call and visit with anyone on the Aurora Cooperative Grain Team about marketing options for your crop. From all of us at the Aurora Cooperative, we wish you a very safe and successful harvest. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. A quick start for Kennesaw. It wasn't one play and score. They had to use a little bit of a drive both times, but both drives have started in Giltner territory. 38 yards after a failed onside kick and 16 yards after a fumble on the first offensive play for Giltner. They're up 14 to nothing. Exactly what Coach Ashby didn't want to have happen to his team didn't want to have their confidence shaken so quickly. And that ball is kicked off the side of the foot of Schnitzler, and it's going to go out of bounds at about the 10-yard line. So Giltner will get good field position. And let's see what they do now because Garaki got crushed. I mean, he came right across. And, folks, I, I, I usually call those a wrestling move, but you can't even call it that. He picked him up and took him straight to his back. I mean, he was high off the ground after about a two-yard game. Yeah, he formed him up and ran his feet, and holy moly. So the ball will be marked at the 25-yard line. Let's see if they run option again. Yeah, they're going to go two by one here. We'll leave one in the backfield. It'll be interesting to see how, how, how long they keep one in the backfield. Of course, it's only the second offensive play. 
Garaki is the quarterback. On first down and 10, second play of the game from the offense. A quick little swing pass down the line of scrimmage, and it's incomplete. Yeah, you throw now screen to good there. Love the call. Corners are playing back. Uh, outside backers are playing up. I love the call throwing the now screen there. you got to catch it. You just ha- it, A lot of this game can be mental, too. <laughs> if you got some young kids out there, you know you, maybe they've built Kennesaw up a little bit more than they should have here tonight. Coach Ashby, 4-0 and in his career against Kennesaw, but has to come from 14 down right out of the gate. Second down and 10. Garaki will take the snap. Option to the right side. There's the pitch to the corner. Get a little running room and a few yards across the 30. And they have went to a back. I don't think that's on our roster. It's 14, Doug, and we don't have him on our roster. I've got to imagine that that's Trevor Linden. He's just wearing a different number. And we'll have to find a way. Usually you got a coach up here, but we don't. So we'll say it's a gain of six. And it is third down and four. Out of the shotgun, Linden behind him. The train comes rolling by, option this way. Good backside block, going to get to the outside, but not get the first down, and we're going to have a penalty flag at the end of the play. Yeah, my guess is they're going to call Josh Heinrichs for a block in the back there. It looked pretty good. I thought he had his head in front, but my guess is that's what they're going to call, Doug. They tried to swing it out here to the running back, used a wide receiver on a crack back, and the Kennesaw player able to get it. Very surprised they're not trying to get the ball in the middle of the field, Doug, to good. You know, they've, they've just thrown the one pass, and it was a now screen to him out there, but running him from sideline into the middle of the field is the best thing to do with that young man, and uh, my, I'm sure you're going to see it. So they're going to, because they didn't get anything on the play, decline the penalty, and it'll bring up fourth down and four, and they will set up in putt formation here for Giltner. Of course, Schnitzler will go back. Ball marked at the 31-yard line. Yeah, they Not much sh- of a rush. And the kick is away. Nice, high spiral kick. Schnitzler's going to take it at the 11 to the right side. 15, looks for a block, then reverses field. But Brett Good is able to get him from behind and drag him down at the 20-yard line. So a punt of 39 yards and a return of about eight. By Tyson Burr there. They switched right at the end, Doug. Sent Burr back and screamed Schnitzler up. That tells you that they wanted to play some defense there just in case. You know, the onside kick down by 14, that's a pretty smart move there. So it's already 14-0 Kennesaw, 6.38 to go here in the first quarter, and they'll have the ball for the third time. Looking for our first first down for Giltner. Yeah, now you'll see him try to drive the field here. First and 10 on the 20, under center. It's going to be a quarterback rollout to the right side, breaking a tackle across the 25 to the 26. It would be a naked bootleg if he brought it outside the end, but he cut it back up over his right guard and picks up six. Yeah, he reverse pivots there. They show ISO to the top, and then he reverse pivots back down, and they just kind of run trap right back in here. And nice gain again. Every time he's touched it tonight, Doug, uh, it's been very positive. Second down and four here at Giltner. And a big thank you to our many fine sponsors. We'll take a look at some of the scores from around the area here in a moment. Come up in the eye formation. Schnitzler sets him down, hands it to his eye back Burr, finds a block over the left side. He's going to be brought down just short of the first down at the 29-yard line. Unless they give him a favorable spot, it's going to be third down and one. Yeah, very tough there. Just ISO again, Doug. It's line up and try and run it over you. And as we talked about with Coach Ashby in the pregame, how did he think that their 
how did he think their football team's line matched up? Yeah, and he knew that was going to be the key tonight. Third down and a half inch, and they'll go into that pistol formation with the two running backs flanking him. Schnitzler decides to go left this time, has the first down to be brought down at the 35-yard line, a gain of six. Yeah, and any moment one of those is going to go for a bunch, Doug. Uh, Corey Hollick makes a nice tackle there, but that's that same double ISO play again, and I mean, that was the last guy got him there by the foot. One of those is going to go for 40 here pretty soon. Well, that's what Kennesaw has been doing to most of their opponents uh, throughout the season. They just choose which side they want to go to and run it for daylight. I mean, 74-26, 81-0, 71-14, 47 Those are the last five games. First and 10 at their own 35-yard line. They'll give it to Burr again off the right side. Nothing there. Comes back up over his center, gets to midfield, and it'll be right right on the K here in the Kennesaw midfield stripe. A gain of four, second down and six. Yeah, good in on the tackle there for Giltner. And you're right, Doug. You know, Kennesaw Schnitzler loses those couple games due to injury. Still rushes for 1,200 yards. 31 touchdowns on the season coming in tonight. He has just absolutely found the end zone over and over again. He does have a couple hundred yards throwing the ball. So, you know, I mean, this is a kid that has just meant everything to this team. And a little equipment problem here for Tyson Burr, trying to get that chin strap buckled up, and they do. So second down and six at midfield. Under center, Schnitzler going to keep it himself around the right end. Has room, 35, 30, 25, 20. They think they're going to get him pushed out of bounds, but he keeps going down the sideline inside the 15 to the 13-yard line. A gain of 27 yards for Preston Schnitzler. Yeah, and that took everything Brett Good had to knock him out of bounds. He whacked him pretty good, and Schnitzler just about kept it inbounds. Four minutes to go in the first quarter, 14 to nothing, Kennesaw. Glad to have you along with us. Here on tonight's high school football coverage, brought to you in part by Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank in Kennesaw on the move again. Out of the eye formation at the 13-yard line. Give it to the fullback this time, and not much there. Keaton Harpum is going to get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Yeah, Brandon Gildersleeve does a nice job there. A uh, little block down, step down. They tried to trap, and when his guy blocked down, Gildersleeve went right with him. It is pretty amazing over the, not just this season, but the years. When Kennesaw tries something like that, there's not much there. The defense usually makes a good play on it, but it shows you that the basic plays they handle with some of this other stuff not, and they're going to spread the field again. This is the same play that they scored the touchdown on last drive. Twins to the left. Will they go left? And yes, this time they will. Schnitzler's got a big hole, 10, 5, and he reaches for the end zone. The ball's Doug, loose. That's live. The ball's loose. I don't see a beanbag. I don't see a signal. I think that'll be a ground causing the fumble. They're going to mark it at the 1. Well, I can't believe there, there was – they didn't – I mean, nobody blew a whistle there at all. Yep, they're saying Kennesaw ball. Yeah, there was no signal there at all, anything. I think everybody was a little surprised at the move. It'll be first and goal at the 1-yard line here. Back in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone. Looking to put the third touchdown of the first quarter on the board here for Kennesaw. Schnitzler under center. Calls the cadence straight ahead. And he's into the end zone following a red. Johnson is center for the five points bank touchdown. Gildner has to now, you know, I think coming into this thing, Coach Ashby's like average 60 points or something a game versus Kennesaw in a career. He's going to need those tonight. He's just got to get some first downs and stem the tide here a little bit. 
So they'll line up to go for the conversion, and even though it's Giltner, Kennesaw is having their way, and there will not be an easy game. Exeter Milligan is going to be up next, just to put that in perspective. The two-point conversion twins to the right. They're going to line up and keep it with the quarterback, Schnitzler. They tried to fake it to the fullback on the dive, but Giltner's on it, so the conversion is no good. 2.43 to go, first quarter. It's 20 to nothing, Kennesaw. You're listening to the state football playoffs on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, celebrating 100 years of inspired care. JSGK Catering in Giltner has catered everywhere from cornfields to wedding receptions. Give us a try at your next occasion. Call 402-849-2244. Steve and Kathy Hosier and Jack and Gail Rath wish the Giltner athletes the best of luck from JSGK Catering. Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist, is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Barinol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. Preston Schnitzler ready to kick it off for the third time in the football game. The first two have easily sailed into the end zone, up 20 to nothing. Kennesaw over Giltner, 2.43 to go. It's been a long time. These teams aren't used to going out in the first round. On the line drive, Good's going to take it at the one. Starts left, cuts it back to the right, and he is in trouble. There are no blockers left. He gets to the 10 and is brought down at the 12, 13-yard line. He wanted to shake and bake. That's going to work against some teams, but he started left, went right, and then the blockers lost where he was or he lost his blockers because then it was three on one. Yeah, the big key here, Doug, is there's a giant speed difference that we're starting to see. You know, we've talked about the lines. What we're really seeing is there's a big speed difference here. So looking for their first first down, Kennesaw's got six. They've also got over 110 yards rushing. Man in motion. Garaki gives it to him on a speed option to Good. Good. Well, he ran to the corner and ran out of real estate. That's a good play on 11-man field, but he only got a couple on the play up to the 14. Yeah, he did a nice job there. Keaton Hartman just kept stringing it out and stringing it out and used the sideline as another defender there. Now Giltner's not going to huddle. Well, once when they get the offense going, this is what they do. This is how they try to wear you down defensively. Have yet to take a shot downfield. Garaki throws underneath here and over the head of his tight end. Yeah, Trevor Sock was open there. That was uh, they ran the corner route. He was open, Doug. So it is 0 of 2 now through the air, and it'll bring up third down and eight. Yeah, I, I, you got to catch it if you're going to pitch it this many times. Looking for that first down to get something going here for Giltner. Good in motion again, and here come penalty flags. I think we're going to have illegal shift. I think two guys were moving at the same time. So it is a first quarter to forget for the Hornets. And, Larry, sometimes when you're a good football team, it's hard to accept what's happening when this happens so quickly. No doubt about it, and you don't know how to respond. I mean, it's that resiliency that matters. Your kids have got to be able to be resilient and keep digging because you don't know. You know, you and I did a game here years ago, Kennesaw and Bertrand, and it was a game that started like this, and all of a sudden Bertrand got it going and came back and won. 20 to nothing. 
Kennesaw, and it's third and 13, trying to set up a screen and sacked. Garaki is going to be just outside the end zone. He wanted to go deep to Brett Good, but it was covered man-on-man, and this is kind of what we thought Kennesaw would do, bring the pressure, take the chance. When he throws it deep, make sure you're in his kitchen, and they drop him at the two, a loss of 11. And the thing is, Doug, when you have a 20-point lead, now you can just blitz like crazy because if you give one up, who cares? No doubt about it. They've got a punt out of their own end zone. Had a good punt last time with 39 yards. And the kick is away, but this is very high and very short. It'll be taken on the run at the 27-yard line. Burr going to get to the left corner. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kennesaw. There was a big block on the corner that allowed him to get in. I believe Carson Woodman made that block. And a 27-yard punt return, it's 26 to nothing. Yeah, Carson Woodman ripped Corey Hollick there. Uh, Hollick thought he had the edge, and boom, uh, so, I mean, you get the shock plays coming here, you know, the fourth downs, the onside kick. Now, all of a sudden, you get a punt return for a touchdown. There just is a definite speed difference here, Doug. Went from the right all the way to the left, and Burry knew that he got to the corner, needed that one block, and it worked. So now they'll try the extra point kick. It is on the way, and it is good. So, getting a chance to give Schnitzler a chance to boot it through with 1.39 to go. Another five points bank touchdown, a 27-yard punt return from Tyson Burr, and it is 27 to nothing here on Classic Hits. In Giltner, stop by and see your friendly insurance agents at Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw Insurance specializes in crop, farm, property, casualty, life, and health. For a free consultation, stop by the Giltner office or give them a call. Robert Shaw Insurance. The Sit and Bull Saloon in downtown Giltner is a proud sponsor of all Giltner Athletics. Don't miss homemade pizza every Thursday through Saturday night and many other menu items. Keep your pockets full when you fill your belly at the Sit and Bull Saloon in downtown Giltner. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, the second touchdown of the night for Tyson Burr. Yeah, and I mean, it was a great punt return. I think the thing you saw was what we were starting to notice. He goes from one side of the field to the other. The coverage really wasn't that bad, even on that side of the field. Kennesaw's just faster, Doug. Kennesaw's bigger, stronger, and faster. As silly as that does sound, uh, uh, Giltner's just flat-out outmatched uh, from a personnel standpoint. I think the tables will probably turn as Kennesaw loses a lot of good seniors, and Giltner's still fairly young. Schnitzler... Kicked it so hard, he kicked the top of the ball, and Giltner, oh, made a monstrous mistake. It was headed out of bounds, and they went to pick it up, and they stepped out of bounds with the football. So yeah, and then he kicks it out of bounds. Good gravy. It just is the way things have went here in the first quarter for Giltner. They just haven't, they haven't been able to be on the field offensively here to get anything done. Now, and one of the things, you know, you've got Kennesaw playing 12 different kids, and Giltner really only playing about nine you need the quarter to come so you can talk to your kids if you're Coach Ashby. So a minute 39 still to go in the first quarter. Garaki back to pass under some pressure. Throws it out here. It's going to be almost intercepted. Schnitzler wanted to pick it for six. Looking out there on the flat for Brett Good. And that would have been six, Doug. Uh, the ball was not only underthrown, but it was thrown way too far outside. There was nobody open there. Kennesaw playing zero coverage here is relying on their front, and it's working. They'll bring four or five guys here and leave everybody else on an island. 
Second down and 10, Garaki wants to pass again. This time deep down the middle, it's underthrown and falls short of the intended receiver, Trevor Sock. There is no wind here tonight. That looked like it just slipped out of his hand. Well, here's the key. You've got a situation where Carson Woodman was bearing down on him. That was a touchdown. If he can get it out of his hand, he couldn't get it out of his hand because of the pressure, Doug. Woodman flat came, uh, swam the center, and was bearing down. Uh, right there on Gorecki. Trips to the right, single to the short side left, looking to roll it on a wide receiver screen. Do, but there's not enough blocking. They're actually going to lose yardage on it inside the 15. At about the 13, they'll give him the forward progress, but negative yards so far in the first quarter. Yeah, they're in fire screen right there, trying to throw the now screen and then run it back inside, pulling everybody outside. But there again, the throw comes off funky because uh, Woodman was bearing down on him again. They're going to fake it and go for it on fourth down. And I think maybe we got a timeout. No, they're going to throw the flag on Giltner. They were going to go with a fake punt, and they had it. Yes, they did. They had already thrown it and caught it for the first down. Good grief. So it is fourth down, and now it'll be 17 yards to go. Ball be back at the seven-yard line, 102 to go here. In quarter number one, and it is a surprising 27 to nothing Kennesaw. It stays like this, you wonder how they ever lose. Yeah, no kidding. And now, whistles and a timeout. Giltner is going to have to line up and punt it, but Kennesaw is going to call the timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Let's take a look at some of the scores on the Ashley Furniture scoreboard show, or just scoreboard. Amherst 42, Sutherland nothing. That's in the second quarter. Ansley Litchfield 14 to nothing over Arapaho. That game is in the second quarter. Blue Hill 14 to 7 over Elm Creek in the second quarter. Burwell 19 to nothing over Boyd County, and that is in the first quarter. Hemingford beat South Loop 48-7. Elgin over Axtell today 52 to 28. At half, Clearwater Orchard leads Dundee County Stratton 26-12. Perkins County 54-14 over Twin Loop in the fourth quarter. In the D1 East, Bruning Davenport Shickley, a quick 8-0 lead on Cross County. In the second quarter, Neely Oakdale leads Pender 14-0. There's going to be an upset. 12th seed Bloomfield leads 5th seed Lord Central 74-48 in the fourth quarter. East Butler leads Heartland 20-7 in the first quarter. High Plains leads Howells Dodge 52-28 in the second. Diller Odell at half leads Clarkson Lee 26-20. So we come back to action. And they're going to fake the punt. They're going to throw it down the field. It is picked off again as it was underthrown down the left side and looking to cut back still on his feet inside the 15. And it'll be first down after the Tyson Burr pick. They actually, I don't think that was a fake. They had everybody lined up. But here's the one thing I'll say, Doug, don't mind the call a bit because the fact of the matter is they threw the deep ball. If his guy gets it, great. If they don't, it's the same as a punt. The ball was 20, 30 yards, about 30-yard pass down the field. Been the same result uh, as a punt. They're going to mark it at the Giltner 11. And 50 seconds to go here. Saw Kennesaw kind of do this to Overton uh, earlier in the season. And they're doing it to a much better Giltner football team here tonight. They want to throw. Throw it to the corner of the end zone. And overshooting the intended receiver is Burr. Schnitzler fired it right over his head. You know, Doug, kind of to answer your question, you know, when you see them play like this, how do they lose? Well, the fact of the matter is they lost one of the best teams in the state, and then they didn't have their best player in their other loss. So 
the fact of the matter is they haven't lost to somebody when they're at full strength like this. And it's one of the questions I've had. I've even asked Coach Schnitzler because they're an Aquinas. They're a St. Cecilia. They don't change. They have the same personnel, and they run the same stuff. And we'll talk more about it after this play. Second and 10 at the 11 out of that double ISO. Schnitzler follows his blocks off the left side and walks into the end zone for another Kennesaw touchdown to make it 33 to nothing in favor of the Blue Devils. Yeah, still in the first quarter, 42 seconds left. You know, and again, when you talk about that, Doug, they do what they do. Man, they got some dudes out there. 44 would play on any team I saw this year, an 11-man. I mean, they've got some dudes out there on the field. Third run, touchdown run for Schnitzler. Burr has a touchdown, and he's also got the pick six, and now the extra point kick is up, and it is good. 34-0, Kennesaw in command, and the first quarter is yet to end, 42 seconds remaining. And we'll keep it right here to look at some more scores, but... Last year, the fumbles, the turnovers hurt them when they ended their season down at Sacred Heart, another perennial power. But I think you just have to match up with them on the line. That's the key. You have to be able to stuff the line to give them some time to run the football, make that back. He he usually follows whatever Schnitzler brother it's been. They have time to read their blocks, but if you stuff that line up there, then the hole doesn't arrive. Well, yeah, and you saw him throw the ball down there on uh, the goal line a minute ago. Coach Schnitzler knows he's going to have to throw it here at some point. He's not gonna, just going to be able to line up and hold the sign up every single play and go eighth carrying it. They're going to have to be able to throw it and get themselves out of trouble in some spots here. What they look like to me, Doug, though, is they do look like they have some staying power because of their size and physicality up front. They've got some good-looking kids, very physical. Don't forget, we've also got Thursday Night Football currently airing on ESPN Radio. Gronk with a 47-yard touchdown reception. I forgot to put my lineup in. Oh, yeah, why wouldn't you? (laughs) So there you go. Here's the kick. A high kick, good standing in his end zone, and they'll have to take it at the 15-yard line. But, again, that's on ESPN Radio. Some more scores for you. Uh, let's move into what we have in D2. Chambers-Wheeler Central beat Wallace today 60-6. to A lot of scores that we don't have updates on. Uh, Bertrand, Brady, Mullen, Stewart, and Selma-Murna, Eustace-Farnham. You can uh, give us a buzz at 308-646-0506, or you can just text us. Gorecki on the option, pitched it behind the running back and a fumble recovery for Kennesaw. Yeah, they're going to have it about the three-yard line, two-yard line. He just flat pitched it behind him. Jake Brunk is going to come away with the fumble recovery well on the other side of the football field. Now what you've got to do, though, you've got to find a way. I mean, you're going to be down by 40 at the end of the quarter. You've got to find a way here, Doug, to to rally the troops and get some pride. It's a very prideful program in Giltner, and, and you've got to be able to get your guys to say, hey, now, now wait a minute. We don't get beat 100 to nothing here. A shocker so far. Nothing Giltner is doing is working, and it'll be first and goal at the three. They'll hand it to the second back, and it runs into the line, gets pushed backward, and gets swallowed up back behind the five. Burr, nowhere to go. They'll give him the initial surge forward. Still going to lose a couple of yards. It'll be second and goal back at the five-yard line. That's the stuff you love to see. That's the thing I'm talking about. Show up there and compete on that play. 
And that could be the last play of the quarter, and it looks like that will indeed as they'll walk over to the sideline. But what a dominant first quarter in the first round of the state playoffs for the Kennesaw Blue Devils here at home. It's Kennesaw 34, Giltner nothing, and they're knocking on the door again. It'll be second and goal at the five when we come back on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Buzz's Marine is bringing Christmas to your family early. At Buzz's Marine, we have been creating family memories since 1956. This year, our elves have outdone themselves and have our certified used boats detailed and inside. Don't wait. Get to Buzz's Marine today before our 36th annual used boat show, January 9th through the 16th, and get the perfect boat that is right for your family. Financing is available on everything from pontoons, deck boats, sport boats, and fishing boats. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Second quarter ready to begin brought to you by tom dinsdale autoplex in grand island all you need to know in central nebraska is tom dinsdale autoplex and tom dinsdale.com second down and goal from the five out of the pistol schnitzler follows his blockers off the left side and another one the fourth rushing touchdown in just over 12 minutes for preston schnitzler the sixth touchdown of the half for kennesaw yeah didn't touch him same double iso been the same play over and over 96 yards, four touchdowns running for Preston Schnitzer, 11.56 to go here in the second quarter. Yeah, they've only had to drive the field once, Doug. Yeah, usually they have the big numbers because they have big runs. The extra point kick this time is off the side of the foot of Schnitzer and no good. So with the kick no good, it is 40 to nothing. Kennesaw with the lead. We'll have the kickoff in a moment. With over 60 years of experience, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating is the company to trust with all your heating needs. Winter will be here soon. Is your heating system ready? Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Kelly and the crew will check out everything on your furnace or heat pump to make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or on the web at andersonbros.com. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here, and uh, not what we expected. Uh, we expected Kennesaw to be the favorite, but not like this. No, and to be honest, we thought Kennesaw would score, but we thought that Giltner would score with them, and Giltner just hasn't been able to get anything going here. Negative yards in the first quarter, and 40 to nothing, Kennesaw, and they have to take on the defending champs in Exeter Milligan next week at their place. Yeah, and you see here... Uh, make it so it's not a running clock in the second half if you're Giltner. It's still an eight-man game, Doug, and the points can come in bunches. Here's the kick headed towards the corner. Are they going to say it crossed the pylon or not? Yep. They're going to say that it did make it into the end zone, and so it'll be first down and 10 at the 15 for Giltner. Again for uh, Garaki, one of six passing, negative two yards and an interception, and the one sack that they suffered means that they have negative one on the ground. Wow. Two turnovers, punt twice. One of the punts ended up being returned for a touchdown. First down and 10, Garaki. 
out of the shotgun. They just need a first down. A first down would be amazing here. Short field almost every time for Kennesaw. Back to pass, trying to set up a screen from his own end zone. They'll throw it over the middle, and a nice one-hand catch to the 19-yard line. All of that for a four-yard gain to Trevor Sock, but it is a positive play. Yeah, no question. A great catch by Sock. The linemen released. None of the Kennesaw guys rushed, so the linemen were downfield by themselves, but the... uh, uh, Kennesaw um, linemen just stayed. They didn't rush. On second and six, Garaki to pass again. On the slant, good. Has it complete. 20-25. There's a first down. 30. Still on his feet. 35. And he'll be brought down just short of midfield at the 38-yard line. And that's going to be a gain of 19 on the play. Yeah, fire screen right there. Same thing. Throw the now screen. Run it all back into the middle. Uh, kind of interesting. Woodman's asking to come out here. I don't know if he's hurt. Woodman from Kennesaw is begging to come out. Off that fire screen, and Ashby wants to go fast. He was telling his guys, let's go. Trips to the left side. Empty backfield for Garaki. Looking to the right where he has singles going deep. One-on-one, and it's overthrown. Oh, man, that was a simple move, and he was able to get the corner bird a bite on it. And you know what? This is what I thought we were going to see. Line up one-on-one because Kennesaw will play you man until you show them that they shouldn't. What I'm unsure of there is did. Did good lose that in the lights? He wasn't running full tilt there, Doug. If he is, he catches it in stride and scores. I wonder if he never saw the ball. Second and 10 at their own 38. Good in motion from right to left. They'll run option to the opposite side. Pitch nowhere to run. And down they go behind the line of scrimmage. All kinds of blue jerseys. Brunk is in there. And I believe probably Schnitzler was the first one to get there. Yeah, there were six of them there, Doug. Six blue jerseys flat out. And they ran the motion one way. Uh and then just tried to run the option, and they just do not have the speed there on the perimeter to make that happen. They're even using track that time to try and run the football, I believe it was, around the right side. Lay a block out there. Linden hasn't had much to go with. They'll send good in motion again on third and 12. Wants to go throw back against the grain. It's complete. Got some room down the left side into Kennesaw territory for the first time tonight. Brought down at the 35-yard line, and that's going to be into the hands of Josh Henricks. A gain of 13, but still a fourth down play. That's exactly what you thought you'd see, Doug, here at this point. It's not sure they come out and tried to run the ball, uh, did Giltner, uh, to start this game. So it'll be fourth down and fourth, the Kennesaw 35-yard line, and a timeout will be used by Coach Jeff Ashby. They didn't like what they had. They were up to the line quickly, but didn't like what they saw. So with 10.03 to go here in the first half of play, it's been all Kennesaw, 40 to nothing, but Diltner actually has something going here for the first time, a fourth and four, when we come back. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Some more scores to pass along at the half. Sandhills, Thedford 50, Pleasanton 16, and Selma Myrna 36-0 over Eustace Farnham in the first quarter. Southwest with a 14-8 lead over Maxwell in the second quarter. Crawford beat Alma earlier today 28-16 from the Ashley Furniture Home Store scoreboard. 
Back to action. Giltner fourth down and four at the Kennesaw 35-yard line. Their first snap in Kennesaw territory. Garaki wants to throw. A quick little button hook. Complete. Got the first down inside the 30 and stepping out of bounds close to the 23-yard line will be Brett Good. A gain of 12 and back-to-back first downs for the Hornets. Yeah, they do a nice job there. Just run a little eight-yard out, but they kept two guys in there, Doug. It was only a two-man pattern, and they kept two guys in there to help uh, defeat that rush. All kinds of football game left, and let's see if Giltner can get something going. Garaki with two men blocking, throws it out here short again to Good at the 15, breaks a tackle, and inside the 10 to the 9-yard line, Burr hangs on for the tackle, but enough for the first down. They better be careful. They run the same play there, but that was bracket coverage. They throw that thing again, and you're going to see Schnitzler undercut it, and it's going back for six. So a little tweaking, but Garaki finally getting some time to throw the ball now. First and goal, flare out to the left flat, complete, but nowhere to go this time as Hendricks is tackled right about the original line of scrimmage. It's interesting. Now screen, nothing uh, there after the catch. It seems to me that the offense comes through good after the catch. I mean, he's a kid that's number one in D2 in, in receiving with 747 yards coming in. 300 yards rushing. The offense definitely at this point is going to go through him. Six of seven on this drive for Garaki. Second down and goal from just inside the 10-yard line. Takes a long time here. A little motion. Good in motion from right to left. Wants to throw that way. The ball is complete at the nine. Looking for a little running room to the eight to the seven. And a short gain that time to Good. It'll bring third down and goal. Yeah, and those got to come out fast because right there they're leaving three in protection and they're bringing four. And there was a lot of guys jumping that route. It just was a little farther than what they were coming along here. Yeah, and right there they snapped it quick, Doug, and uh, if he throws to the outside receiver, it's a touchdown. He was uncovered. He threw in the middle of the field and was just about intercepted. They're able to get up there sometimes with a quick cadence, quick call, and just go. And we see another fourth down. They converted fourth down and four earlier in this drive. And they got to hustle up and get the play in here. It yeah. is fourth down and goal at the seven for Giltner. This is tough because the, the field's condensed here at the seven. And they'll finally burn the timeout as the play clock was winding down. The second timeout by Giltner brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC 844 to go second quarter. Kennesaw 40, Giltner nothing. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. We've seen quite a few snaps of the ball already in this football game, but there is still 8.44 remaining in the second quarter. 40 to nothing, Kennesaw. Giltner has it fourth and goal at the seven-yard line, trying to get on the board here, coming out of the timeout. They keep the blocking backs up front of Garaki and the shotgun, takes the snap, looks left all the way, now rolls right, fires into the end zone, and it's in and out of the hands of the intended receiver, and no good Josh Heinrichs. Yeah, and Alex Garaki, he, he just needed to throw it immediately. He had him open. They ran a little post corner, kind of slant corner down there on the goal line, and if he throws 
throws it right out of the break. It's a touchdown. But he held it, looked at the other guy, and then came back to it. And by then he threw it uh, up, and he couldn't go up and get it. And again, you don't have the running clock in the first half when you have the 35-point lead, in case you're wondering about that. But if things don't change, this second half could buzz right by. Don't forget, at the end of tonight's broadcast, the CPI Mr. Tire scoreboard show with complete scores and wraps from around the area. First out in 10. They'll hand it off to Burr. Finds a little hole off the left side across the 10 to about about the 10-yard line. That's where they're going to put him down at. Yeah, did a nice job there, and I think that's Reese Lyon came up. and Nope, I'm sorry. That's uh, uh, Brett Good came up and made a nice tackle there, uh, still playing tough. And it's tough if you're a senior out there right now for Giltner because you know what's going to happen. And Good, one of the few seniors that they actually do have out there, him and Corey Hollick, that's why they're so young. And uh, this will be something they'll be looking to avenge in the next couple of years. Second out and seven. Keeping Schnitzler under center, keeping it very basic. Around the right side, he'll keep it. 15-20, gets by the defense. Into the secondary, 30, midfield, and he will trot into the end zone for a 70-yard touchdown run. Preston Schnitzler, his fifth touchdown run of the night. Yeah, and they just ran there. That was the play. We saw him run it down here deep in their uh, own territory one other time where they faked the ISO one way, and he just tuck and turns. Uh, and away he goes. He showed some jets there, some of that springtime asphalt speed. <laughs> no doubt about it. Uh, the Schnitzer boys, they get all the pub over here, but uh, there's blocking. They've got good athletes that help them uh, run track as well. They're going to line up and go for a two-point conversion. They've got some backups in there. Anderson. And over the right side, Anderson is in for the two-point conversion. Alex Heyer was the quarterback. So Anderson with the two-point run after another five-points bank touchdown, a 70-yard run from Preston Schnitzler, and it is 48 to nothing. Kennesaw leading state-rated Giltner here in the opening round of the football playoffs, and we'll be right back. Sure, you know Fanatics is a great place to watch the game and have great food. But Fanatics is also the perfect place for your holiday party. Their party room can be set up for an intimate gathering or a company Christmas party for up to 100. Order straight from the menu, or Fanatics will customize a meal for you and your guests. Enjoy your privacy, or join the fun with everybody else at Fanatics. Fanatics does birthday and graduation parties, too. Holiday parties are more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks, Central Avenue, Kearney. This is Eric Lichty, the branch manager of Giltner State Bank, a branch of Henderson State Bank, member FDIC. I would like to invite you to stop into our new location just off of the Giltner Spur. Come meet our friendly staff and visit with us about our products and services. We have a hometown-friendly atmosphere that will make your banking experience pleasant. We specialize in agricultural loans as well as your personal loan needs. We're an equal housing lender. Come in and see what we can do for you. Ready to kick it away again, Preston Schnitzler. This is a high end-over-end kick that Good will take at the two-yard line. Sprints to the left side, 10, 15, and he'll get a little more positive yards up to about the 17 before he's upended. First down and 10. And in a situation in eight-man, neither one of these teams overly deep. I think uh, Coach Schnitzler will be able to sub offensively, but you really can't do it defensively with Giltner obviously keeping the ones out. Yeah, I mean, Giltner's in a spot where they're not going to be able to sub much, but you've got a 48-point lead. You can't keep eight on the field very long here. I know it stinks. He only gets to play a quarter and a half, but uh, you have 
it's very tough for you to go deep into this thing if you lose him. Well, they had a good drive last time. Now Garaki has to scramble, gets over by the left wing, throws it across the middle, and a penalty flag for pass interference comes in late. Yeah, no question. Had his hand around his back, Doug. He turned him. No doubt about that one. Trying to get it to Brody Hansen out there at around the 25-yard line, and that'll be the first penalty of the ball game against Kennesaw. Yeah, that's a no-doubter. He, he played the ball well, but he did wrap him up with the other arm. So and that's the stinker when you do it because the back judge, is, is, is he's watching that. Uh, uh, he's, he's got the back of the receiver. So they'll move the ball all the way across to the 33-yard line, it looks like. First down and 10 for the Hornets, who were stopped at the 7-yard line of Kennesaw the last time they had the football. First down and 10 at the 33 here on KKPR-FM. Carney, Kennesaw, Giltner, Garaki, pump fake, wants to go deep down the left sideline. There's some hand play again and another penalty flag as they were grabbing Josh Hendricks down the left sideline. Yeah, they're, now you're actually seeing Kennesaw's in zone coverage now, Doug. They're not playing that zero-man uh, coverage anymore. They are playing zone so back-to-back pass interferences and on an 80-yard field, 30 yards get you way down there in a hurry. And, and they'll be in Kennesaw territory. That's as much offense as you've had all night. Move it to the 32-yard line. Again, this is what we thought, not the interference, but we thought that we would see Giltner able to have some success early and just everything blew up in their face. A couple of turnovers, short fields. Garaki to pass over the middle, and he overthrows his intended receiver that time. They floated the ball. You want your quarterback to drive the ball there. Get the tip back and drive the ball and not kind of lob and float the ball there. So after getting six of his first seven in this quarter, that's three straight incompletions with the two pass interferences in there. They have changed, as we talked about, their blocking scheme to give him some time. Has all day. Throws it down the middle of the field, and it is caught inside the 10-yard line and down to the 5-yard line. First down and goal here as Hendricks is able to haul it in. Yeah, and I don't know that. My guess is somebody probably ran the wrong route there. Coach Ashby runs all clear-out schemes and stuff like that, and there was two receivers within a yard of each other there, and he just went up and got it. And again, it was just a tad bit underthrown yeah. again. So I think some of that pressure is getting to the sophomore Garaki. First and goal at the five. Giltner looking for their first score, trailing 48 nothing. seven minutes to go, second quarter. A little moving along the defensive line. Garaki fakes that he's going to run. Now is going to run to the right side, to the five. Tries to get to the pylon, lowers his shoulder, gets into the end zone. And Kiltner is on the board. Alex Garaki, a, a five-yard touchdown run. Yeah, and this Garaki, I mean, he, he's got to be six foot or better, Doug. Hundred and uh, I think they've got him listed at 190. He's a good looking kid, just a sophomore. Probably going to be another one of those ones from Ashby that we read about and hear about and see here for a while. He's a really good looking athlete. They'll line up for the two point conversion in the spread. Stack twins right and left. Send good in motion. Fake the handoff. Now he's in trouble. Garaki is going to be sacked. They were trying to get that ball out there to good, but they just came with the blitz and dropped him quickly. But a five-points bank touchdown finally for the Giltner Hornets, aided by a couple of pass interference calls, 6.44 to go. First half, Kennesaw 48 and Giltner 6. You're listening to the State Football Playoffs here on Classic Hits, brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. 
JSGK Catering in Giltner has catered everywhere from cornfields to wedding receptions. Give us a try at your next occasion. Call 402-849-2244. Steve and Kathy Hosier and Jack and Gail Rath wish the Giltner athletes the best of luck from JSGK Catering. Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist, is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. Still half of the second quarter to go, 48-6 to Kennesaw. Giltner finally gets on the board, but you like to see him still battling out there. Yeah, no question, and they are. You won't see any back down out of a Coach Ashby coach team. I'll promise you that. And Giltner looks to me like they've got plenty of game left in them here. As we come upon the halftime, it'll be the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll look at the first half stats, scores from around the state of Nebraska on this Thursday night where all the eight-man teams are playing. Coach Ashby telling us a little bit uh, off-air about Drew Ott, of course, the Gatorade Player of the Year who unfortunately tore his knee up, had successful surgery as a member of the Iowa Hawkeyes, and hopefully we can just kind of talk about him a little bit too. And here is a squib kick rolling along the ground. Kennesaw trying to find it before it goes out of bounds. And either way, it's going to be Kennesaw football inside the 30 at about the 27-yard line. They covered it before it went out of bounds. Yeah, I love the call there. Uh, Doug rolled a little further, but their actually speed again kind of caught them. Kennesaw was a little quicker to it. It ended up being a foot race to the ball. A little bit of a surprising score. Exeter Milligan at the half leads Sterling, but it's only 14 to nothing. And the winner of this game will play Exeter Milligan uh, on the road if Exeter Milligan wins, which you would assume they will in the 2:15 and Wednesday, the next round of the playoffs. Kennesaw will go twins to the right side out of the shotgun formation. It's still Schnitzler in there. He wants to throw over the middle, and it is complete to the Giltner 35-yard line. Hendricks comes up and makes the tackle as they get it to Sugar. And that's going to be a gain of 19 yards. Yeah, and for an old-school running quarterback, I mean, Schnitzler really in this offense, Doug, he's the running back, even though he plays quarterback. He does throw the ball very well. And you know what? If you're wondering, well, why is Kennesaw throwing the football? Tom Osborne always said, if, if we need to work on things or if we need to run clock, we throw the ball. We know we can run the ball. The second half is where you could raise your eyebrows at that. And all is fair in the first half. Same formation, twins to the right, single back, and this time they'll run it. Schnitzler follows Keaton Harpum across the 35 for a short gain to about the 32-33. And remember the first couple of drives, the Giltner defense held pretty good, forced a couple of fourth downs, but Kennesaw converted them. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, the other thing is, back to that, you know, throwing the ball a little bit there, you may be trying to set something up on film. There may be a play that you want to run off of that pass play. So you want that on film so they defend that where you can come off of that and run something else. Back to an eye formation. They'll give it to Burr. Right side has just a little bit of a crease inside the 30 to the 29-yard line before he is popped down there by Tucker Gartner. Yeah, Gardner and Good came off the ceiling there and just popped him. That was a nice little counter. 38 yards for Tyson Burr. He has one touchdown rushing and a punt return. Preston Schnitzler had four touchdowns on four carries there 
from the end of the first to the start of the second cap by that 70-yarder. Third and four. Giltner looks like they want to bring everybody, and Schnitzer will keep it off the right side. Breaks one tackle, heads to the corner, 25-20. Stays inbounds at the 15, and it'll be shoved out close to the 10-yard line and another first down coming up for Kennesaw. Yeah, and they do a nice job there, Doug. Schnitzler runs a little bit read option look. Um, does a really nice job with that. He'd be a train wreck to try to defend off of a read option look because you've got to get people to the front side on that thing, and he just crushes you out the back door. Did a really nice job there. When he gets one-on-one with somebody, which he did there, he's going to win that battle most of the time. Well, we're going to see another blue team tomorrow that likes to run at Millard North when they take on Kearney. We'll have it for you at 4, pregame at 3.30. First and 10 at the 11-yard line. Out of the shotgun, they will give it to Burr, and he is going to be brought down behind the line of scrimmage. They did not fool Giltner that time. Nice tackle out there by Brandon Gildersleeve, and they'll get him at the 15-yard line, a loss of three. But there's the key. They come back. They run read option there. Snitchler goes ahead and gives it because all that pressure's on the front side of that thing. Schnitzler will be able to keep that thing out the back door here, which would be the wide side if they run the same thing they'd run. So second down and... We'll call it 14 from the 15. It's 48-6, to six, Kennesaw, 425 to go here in the first half. And Giltner trying to keep him out of the end zone. And it'll be Schnitzer on that ISO, keeps it over the right side, breaks a tackle inside the 15, and he'll be brought down across the 10 at about the 7-yard line. Yeah, and there they do it. They run the read option, same play. He keeps it out the back door. It's very simple with him. You want to load up the front side, which you have to do on that. He just keeps it right out the back door, and he's good enough to beat that DN one-on-one. It's going to be third down, about six yards to go. Out at the seven-yard line, Schnitzler approaching 200 yards in the first half. Here comes that blitz again. Schnitzler, nobody to hand it to. He's going to keep it himself anyway inside the five, and looks like he might be just short of the first down. At about the four-yard line, it'll be fourth down and two. And these are the little coaching moments that you get. If you're Giltner here, it's about bowing your neck and not letting them get in on this one. Right there at the extra point line. So the three-yard line will be the official mark. About a yard and a half from the first down, three from the touchdown. With 3.15 to go, Kennesaw has a couple of timeouts, and Coach Schnitzler likes using him on fourth down. Yeah, and it looks like that's here. exactly what they're going to do here. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with your score 48-6 to in favor of Kennesaw. They've got a fourth down and two from the three coming up. And while they do that, I want to run down a few more scores for you on the Ashley Furniture Home Store scoreboard. Ashley Furniture delivers you the dream furniture, and we deliver you the scores. And now Exeter Milligan that was a halftime score updated quickly, 34 to nothing. They lead Sterling, and they have moved into the fourth quarter of play. Also in D2, Lawrence Nelson beat Lions Decatur Northeast earlier today, 38 to 22. They're headed to Wynott, who beat Palmer 66 to 20. Fall City Sacred Heart. It was a tussle in the first half, but they scored the final 36 points to beat Emerson Hubbard 52 to 18. Randolph blows out Johnson Brock 76 to 33. How about this one? Osceola 30, Osmond 20. First quarter. First quarter, 30 to 20. Humphrey St. Francis 54, O'Neill St. Mary's nothing in the fourth quarter. Crawford beat Alma earlier today, 28 to 16. Southwest leads Maxwell 14 to 8 in the second quarter. 
Sandhill Stedford was up 50-16 to 16 at the half over Pleasanton. And we'll look for an update on a couple of other scores. Bertrand leads Brady 22-7 in the second quarter. So we're ready to go now after the timeout for the Blue Devils. Fourth down and two from the three. Schnitzer, simple run, left side, follows his blockers, and he is in the end zone for another Kennesaw touchdown. That's the old money play. We'll have to come up with some semblance to counter off of it as deeper you get here in the playoffs. Anytime they've needed to cash a check, Doug, that's the play they've called. The sixth rushing touchdown for Preston Schnitzler. And, you know, at the eight-man, those records are pretty darn high, but we'll check out what the record is as they get ready to uh, go for the two-point conversion. It looks like they bring the second-team offense in once again. So hire the quarterback. Anderson lines up as the eyeback. And they'll give it to Austin again around the right side. Good blocking, and the conversion is good. Yeah, my guess is there, Doug, it's a record he would absolutely break if he would see the, the field in the second half. I highly doubt it. 56-6, to six, three minutes left in the quarter. I would uh, maybe a series. I don't know why, uh, but I would doubt you see him in the second half. Another five points bank touchdown, and it is 56-6. to six, Kennesaw over Giltner here on Classic Hits. In Giltner, stop by and see your friendly insurance agents at Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw Insurance specializes in crop, farm, property, casualty, life, and health. For a free consultation, stop by the Giltner office or give them a call. Robert Shaw Insurance. The Sit and Bull Saloon in downtown Giltner is a proud sponsor of all Giltner Athletics. Don't miss homemade pizza every Thursday through Saturday night and many other menu items. Keep your pockets full when you fill your belly at the Sit and Bull Saloon in downtown Giltner. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax, we've got you covered. Schnitzler will boot it away, and a chance here for Good to take it at the two, and as he makes his cut, Larry, he slips and falls at the nine-yard line. I mean, the voodoo doll is out today. That was a microcosm of how this thing has gone for Giltner. Looked like he was going to get up and go, and the cutback was going to be maybe good, and down he goes. So it'll be first down and ten at the eight, and with the score as it is, Giltner doesn't have to worry about any pressure or where they are on the field. They're just going to do what they do and try and chuck the ball down the field. So Garaki, as they scored the last time they had the ball, trying to get it going here. He'll throw it out here in the flat. Oh, there's some uh, contact with the ball in the air, but they don't throw the flag trying to get it out here in the flat to uh, Trevor Sock. That close, no foul. As he's coming out of the backfield, you whack him on the line of scrimmage, no foul. If the ball's in the air, possibly, but as he's making his break, you can, you can light him up. So it'll be second down and 10. I, the ball was in the air. Was it? <laughs> yeah, okay. The, the ball was in the air because it was a quick play. Second down and 10 at the 8. They'll send good in motion from left to right. Fake it to him. Roll out here. Try to throw it to him. And he didn't want any part of that. No. Incomplete at the 10-yard line. I think he thought the official was a defensive back and kind of pulled up. And it'll be third down and 10. Yeah, if he catches that, he's got a chance there at the edge. But 
Didn't compete for the ball there, but this also is the problem. It's all the incomplete passes. Clock doesn't run here. In the second half it will, but, boy, in the first half it doesn't. And it gives Kennesaw opportunity for more possessions on third and ten at the nine. Garaki back. Not a lot of pressure. He's going to throw it as far as he can. This will be a jump ball at midfield, but they just can't get to it with Henricks. Covered down there by Harpham. Yeah, and coverage was okay, not great, but he just couldn't get to it there. And it's hard to adjust on the fly a little bit, but you know what? Some comebacks. I think Burns Kennesaw, they're so worried about the deep ball on this, the, the old intentional underthrow because the defensive back doesn't know where the ball is. And they will punt it away again. This is the third punt of the football game. Gilder sleeve. And he'll boot it away. Got a nice high spiral all the way to the 33-yard line. Kennesaw fields it there at the 35, 40, and Burlby wrestled down into Gilder territory at the 33-yard line, and a late penalty flag comes out. That was a punt of 39 yards. They're going to call him. I mean, that ends way out of bounds, but I mean, that contact started way inbounds, unless it's a face mask. Yeah, face mask is about all it could be. Of course, it happened right in front of the Kennesaw bench. And that is going to be the call, a face mask on the tackle that time. And Kennesaw now starts to rotate some kids in. Alex Heyer is going to be out there at quarterback with 2.29 to go here in the first half, 58-6. to Kennesaw. And one of the things, and the weird thing is, if they do go to 16 playoff teams, you know, Giltner's sitting home at 5-3, and three, uh, but there's just not enough eight-man teams, and they expect that to happen maybe in a couple of years. Probably not the next cycle, but maybe after that. We can talk about it at the half. A five-yard face mask penalty. We'll move the ball to the 29-yard line, higher under center. He'll turn. He'll hand it to the second man through. That's Anderson off the left side across the 25, and he'll get to the 23-yard line, a gain of about five. Yeah, and you bring in Anderson, and that's the big uh, uh, change-up, right, off the bench. Well, he's only their second leading rusher, so he's pretty good back in and of himself. I'll tell you what, wait till the fullback Dankert gets in there. Last time when they took care of Bertrand, he had a rushing touchdown, he had a pick six, he had a receiving touchdown, he's just a freshman. We'll call it a gain of six for Anderson. He's got a couple of two-point conversion runs, but that's his first Tactical run here. They'll fake the handoff. Higher slips as he reverse pivots, but puts the hand on the ground, moves up the field inside the 20, and gets about three more yards to the 17-yard line, and he's going to have the first down. Yeah, and if he doesn't slip there, Doug, he was going to get to the edge. Him slipping allowed the Giltner defense to get there. So a gain of seven, and the second-team offense trying to hustle up. Still plenty of time, a minute 40 to go here in the first half. At the 17, just a straight eye formation. Back to Anderson off the right side, and he'll be stood up at the 15. But give credit, still a pretty good surge up front there from the Kennesaw lineman. Most of those guys are still the starters in there. Yeah, those are still the starters. And you've got uh, Brody Hansen does a nice job there for Giltner. Real physical. I think uh, it's just pretty basic. They run into the huddle, they slap their hands, and they're probably going to run the same play again. Coach Schnitzler trying to keep it basic over here right now. Second down and eight at the 15. And if they break it, they break it. And they'll fake it on a bootleg rollout right side higher. Gets five, gets six, gets seven, and he's going to be brought down at the six-yard line. And that's going to be enough for another first down, a gain of nine. Yeah, 
Yeah, and that was a nice job. And 52 seconds left. It'll be interesting if he sticks one in here or not. Well, you know these kids want to have the opportunity, and obviously with the games the way they've been the last six weeks, they've played quite a bit. First and goal at the six in the Platte Valley Auto of Carney Red Zone. Out of the eye formation, they want to throw the ball. Hire takes it into the end zone, and it's over the head of his intended receiver right at the pylon. And maybe that's one of the ways that you don't score. If you're Kennesaw, you take a chance to put the ball in the air. Yeah. Second and goal. 35 seconds left here in the half, Doug. The ball intended for Dylan Sugar. Second down and goal. And it'll stop the clock, as you said, with 35 seconds to go. A team that does not throw the ball very much. That was only their third pass attempt. Second down and goal at the six. Back to the I formation. Hand it to Anderson off the right side. Has a hole inside the five. Down to about the three. And they wouldn't have to run another play, but they're hustling to the huddle because these young men want to get in. So a gain of three on the play. Yeah, and I think he's getting one called. Hire runs over to the sideline, gets the play, heads out to the huddle, gives him the play with 15. They'll come over the ball with 10 seconds to go. Third and goal at the three. Hire gets the snap, fakes the handoff, comes around the right side, bootlegs it into the end zone for the three-yard touchdown run, Alex Hire. Wow. Yeah, that's that. they run that several times with Schnitzler. Just naked boot out the back, showing ISO on the front. And that will stop the clock. Four seconds to go, and looks like they're going to kick it with Schnitzler here. Keep practicing their extra points with live fire. That's it's the special teams ones you got to be careful of. Like that, you know, you plant your leg, kick it in the air, and have somebody run. The kick is away. Good rush from the outside, and it is good. So four seconds remaining here in the first half of play and the second most points they've put up in a half and it is 63 to 6 against a pretty good Giltner football team. Well yeah, top 10 team. I mean even Christian Lichty isn't good enough to not make it this, you know. No he, he's not 57 point difference. No. And that's defensively as much as offensively because you're still going to throw the football but this is going to get a few people to probably head on out of here early. And they will make a very quick second half of football because Giltner can't score enough to get it back to 35. No. Not unless Kennesaw runs the ones against their twos and threes. Yeah, no, which Giltner will have to do. Giltner only suited, you know, maybe 20 kids for this. Yeah. Not near as deep. Kennesaw's got maybe five more than that on the sideline over here. Yeah, something like that. But, no, you're not going to score enough to bring that around. You're going to have about a 30-minute uh, second half. Halftime will be just about as long. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Number three. So stay with us as we run down the scores from around the area. We've also got Thursday night football on ESPN 1460 and 1550. The Dolphins taking on the Patriots. And let's see if it's a squib kick this time. Well, it's a short punch kick. Giltner will let it bounce and then just fall on it at the 19-yard line. They feel, they feel they've got a better chance throwing it as far as they can than trying to return the kick. Yeah, that is probably a smart move, actually, line up and run a play versus trying to run a fire drill. Gibbon-Bridgeport, our first game tomorrow at 2 on ESPN Radio. 
Then Carney Millard North here on Classic Hits at 4, followed by Sutton St. Pat's at 7. We'll also have the St. Cecilia game on 1230 KHAS. Final play of the half. Gorecki back to pass, sits in the pocket, strong arm over the middle, and nobody home as he overshoots Brett Good. And that will bring us to halftime after a pretty long first half of play that is dominated by the Kennesaw Blue Devils. They're setting up a rematch with Exeter Milligan on Wednesday night. 63-6, Kennesaw leads it here at half in the first round of the Class D2 State Football Playoffs. And we'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report after this. Corn growers, would you like to plant a high-value corn hybrid that attracts 40 cents per bushel premium on average and reduces U.S. dependence on foreign oil? Golden Harvest Enogen Corn can do this for your farm. Your local ethanol plant is now ready to begin contracting Enogen Corn. Contact your local Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman in Kennesaw, for details on growing Enogen Corn from Golden Harvest. Brent and Sarah Woodman would like to wish all the Kennesaw High School students a very successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! The Kennesaw Market is an affiliated foods Midwest store. The Kennesaw Market is your hometown grocer, stocking Surefine and Surefresh products. The Kennesaw Market also has a dining area, serving daily lunch specials, dine-in or carry-out. The Kennesaw Market is open from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday, and 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Sundays. They appreciate your business at the Kennesaw Market, 210 North Smith Avenue in Kennesaw. The Kennesaw Market is a proud supporter of all the Kennesaw athletes, teams, and coaches. He's at the 30, 20, 10, 10, touchdown, touchdown, the home team wins. When you're looking for someone to throw you a winning touchdown, contact your hometown team, the Krull Agency for Protection, written through IMT or Wadena Insurance. They'll help you customize an insurance plan for you. Call the Krull Agency in Minden, Kennesaw, Hastings, and Roseland. The IMT Group and you, a team that can't be beat. And welcome back to Kennesaw. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school athletics. We are deep into the fall sports season. High school volleyball will wrap up tonight for most teams across the area. A couple things going on this weekend. And then sub-districts begin on Monday. Districts in Class B Tuesday. Districts in Class A on Wednesday. We'll look at some of those here in a little bit. It's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. It is a route here of uh, big-time proportions. Kennesaw is not going to be over against Coach Ashby again after tonight. It is 63-6 Kennesaw. These are the kind of things you see from state champions. Yeah, and I... I Quite honestly, this looks like a team that can play like that. What I would have liked to have seen is what their defense really looked like because this offense is legit. Uh, They're big and tough up front. They've got a guy that's got home run speed, and he's big and tough and can get you three tough yards. If that defense can hold up against somebody like an Exeter Milligan that that will do some some other stuff offensively uh, to you, it's a pretty good team. You've seen enough of Kennesaw over the years and the styles that they run. I still come back to what will it take to stop them because Exeter Milligan did beat this team on opening night at full strength in overtime. And Exeter Milligan, the two-time defending state champion, had a lot of kids that they had to replace and their only loss is to Fall City Sacred Heart. Sacred Heart's on the east. Kennesaw, uh, as we were talking off-air before the game, they're always on that dividing line. It would have been 
way easier in the western part of the bracket. But you're looking at Exeter Milligan, then the winner of Why Not Lions, Decatur, then Fall City Sacred Heart Humphrey St. Francis winner. And uh, a lot of people believe it's Chambers Wheeler Central and not a lot else. Uh, maybe Anselmo Myrna, but they, they weren't quite as impressive the last month. Uh, getting to Lincoln may be tougher than winning in Lincoln. Giltner and Kennesaw, those two schools that are always on that line. Through Giltner's great run, they got beat by Howells or St. Francis many times because they ended up in the East, and that was should have been a state final game. Well, you talk about this. Here are the teams that Giltner has been eliminated by over the few years here. Last year, Humphrey St. Francis, second round. Two years ago, that very heart-wrenching loss to Why Not. When they played Lawrence Nelson, they were both rated. Uh, but the points worked out weird, and they clipped Lawrence Nelson 28-26, and then in the third round lost 52-50 to to Why Not. The year before that, Humphrey St. Francis. The year before that, Howells. The year before that, Howells. The year before that, Howells. That's 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, and uh, they were the runner-up in 09, and then uh, lost in the semifinals to Howells in 10 and 11 before winning it all in 12 against Humphrey St. Francis, then losing to Why Not in 13 in St. France last year. And the key was in their state championship run, they were clearly the best team that year, but they got stuck in the West. It was, they'd always been in the East. They got stuck in the West the year that they won it, Giltner did. Mm-hmm. And you take a look at uh, what Kennesaw has uh, done over the years. Last year, third round, Fall City Sacred Heart. Two years ago, they were really young. Uh, that stunner... Uh, back when uh, Tyler was the senior, where Bertrand came in here and ran him over in the second round. The year before that, Elgin Pope John in the semifinals. You'd think that Kennesaw goes deeper in the playoffs than they actually do, Larry. You think, oh, my goodness. But really, that the, they haven't been. Last year they made the third round, and four years ago they made it uh, to the Elgin Pope John game. But outside of that, a lot of earlier exits, they always seem to win in the first round. But... The second round has been tough for him, and Exeter Milligan waits for him on Wednesday. Yeah, and the deep run was the year with, uh, I think it was uh, the older Schnitzler, the oldest Schnitzler, when they got beat by Pope John, I think, in the semis. And the problem with that with that was they met up with the two-time defending state champion, Carly Wells, was Elgin Pope John team uh, there, which was a great football team. And then the next year, they looked good against Bertrand, and then I don't remember the running back's name from Bertrand, just went nuts Yeah, and uh, that night. And Schnitzler ran out. He kind of got dehydrated. Yes. And that's the one thing you worry about because you see what happens. In, and it's not just here at Kennesaw. If you have an eight-man team built around one man and that man goes down, you go from lion to squirrel. Well, and, that, and that's the deal. And we saw it a little bit tonight with Giltner. But this is also where, honestly, you don't play last week against Elwood. You really only have to play a half tonight. It's just what the doctor ordered if you're Kennesaw. This team is built around two or three guys. They've got a couple guys up front, and they've got Preston Schnitzler. You need them healthy. And the thing is, you can come out of a game healthy, but if you get banged around and beat up and it takes two days to feel right again, you do not let that kid play in this second half. And he he, he got tackled very few times tonight, Doug. Literally, there's been, I mean, this, this hasn't been much more than a practice for him 
physically. And remember, in the eight-man playoffs, still, you're not getting that full week right. in between games like now that the A, B, and C are playing on Fridays. So I want to run down some of the scores here for you. Platte River Radio here on Classic Hits. We deliver the scores, and Ashley Furniture Home Store delivers your dream furniture to your door. Here's the latest that we have. We'll start in D1. In the west bracket, the top seed Amherst rolling Sutherland 57-8 to in the fourth quarter. At half, Ansley Litchfield 26, Arapaho 14, and that'll be interesting. There's some bad blood uh, between the Ansley Litchfield and Amherst players. It was very physical just a couple of weeks ago. You and I did the playoff game last year. And uh, that game would be at Ansley because Ansley Litchfield's the nine seed, so Amherst would actually have to go on the road at halftime. How about this one? Elm Creek 21, Blue Hill 14. Elm Creek got blitzed by Blue Hill earlier this year. Both of those teams were ranked in the top five at the start of the year, and Elm Creek got blown out by a Perkins County team that nobody knew how good they were, and now we know how good they are, and that's a, quite a battle there. Burwell, 39-12 over Boyd County as they play in the second quarter. Earlier today, Hemingford beat South Loop. The defending state champion wins it 48-7. They'll host Elgin, who beat Axtell 52-28 at half. Clearwater Orchard leads Dundee County Stratton 26-12. Perkins County advances on with a 60-14 win over Twin Loop. The D1 East, rooting Davenport Shickley 46-0 over Cross County at the half. Neely Oakdale 42-16 over Pender at the half. Bloomfield has beaten Lord Central 80 to 48. Guardian Angels leads Meade 30 to nothing in the second quarter. At the half, East Butler 34 and the 14 seed Heartland 29. High Plains has now picked it up in the second half and they have taken care of Howells Dodge 76 to 34 in the fourth. Some halftime scores. Diller Odell led Clarkson Lee 26-20. That game should probably be a final, boys. We should have a final updated on that here on the scoreboard. It was Creighton 48 and Fuller to nothing that game at the half. In D2, in the west bracket, Chambers-Wheeler Central 60-6, a winner over Wallace. At the half, Bertrand 22, Brady 15, Mullen 30, Stewart 20, and Selma Myrna 64, Eustace Farnham 2, all of those at the half. Sandhill Stedford beats Pleasanton 69-16. Southwest led Maxwell at the half 26-16. Earlier today, Crawford beat Alma 28-16. Garden County and Layton are underway. First quarter, 6-6. And in the east bracket in D2, Humphrey St. Francis, the top seed, rolled up St. Mary's of O'Neill 68-22. In the second quarter, Osceola leads Osmond 38-20. Earlier today, Randolph beat Johnson Brock 76-33. Falls City Sacred Heart over Emerson Hubbard 52-18. Why not beat Palmer 66 to 20? Lawrence Nelson over Lions Decatur Northeast 38 to 22. And in the fourth quarter, Exeter Milligan leads Sterling 42 to nothing. Here it's Kennesaw 63, Giltner 6. We are at halftime and we'll have more after this. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. JSGK Catering in Giltner has catered everywhere from cornfields to wedding receptions. Give us a try at your next occasion. Call 402-849-2244. Steve and Kathy Hosier and Jack and Gail Rath wish the Giltner athletes the best of luck from JSGK Catering. 
Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist, is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery in Kearney, Nebraska is excited to welcome Dr. Nolan May to its team. As a Nebraska native with training in orthopedic surgery and sports medicine, Dr. May is excited to bring his knowledge and skills to Husker Loper Nation. Call 308-865-2570 today to learn more about Dr. May and New West Sports Medicine or to schedule an appointment. No referral is necessary and all major insurances are accepted. Call 308-865-2570. Don't forget, World Series, Game 3 tomorrow on the Breeze 94.5. And then uh, Games 4 and 5, if necessary, will be on ESPN Radio coming up on uh, Saturday and Sunday night. Thursday night football right now on ESPN. The Patriots lead Miami 9 nothing. Seven and a half to go in the second quarter. While I figure up some stats, Larry, I want your thoughts on some of the games that uh, will be going on in our area tomorrow. You're probably most familiar with Gibbon, a rematch with Bridgeport. <laughs> and Coach McLaughlin is in a new place with Gibbon. Uh, and this is where they had expected to be. But they beat him by 40 earlier, and he's pretty nervous that he knows they have to make a lot of changes uh, if, from Bridgeport's standpoint because of that. But uh, given I love their draw, and I think they've really got a shot to, to make some noise, and they're very familiar with a team that they shouldn't have played already, but they did in Bridgeport. You know, and here's the deal. You, you have a situation where uh, you haven't won a playoff game in 25 years or 29 years, whatever it is for them. Uh, but you couldn't have it be a better situation because that's a hill you have to climb, whether you're better or not. And you, and you get to play it at home. Somebody's got to drive five hours or six hours to come play you. And, oh, by the way, you won by 40. Here's the one thing I'm going to say. Bridgeport is giant up front. They have two great running backs. One is a home run hitter, okay, and Pankowski. But here's the thing I'm going to say is I don't know what changes they can make, Doug, they're built to run veer and toss. I mean, they're, they're built to run veer with that fullback and then toss power with Pankowski. I don't know what changes you make. And here's the problem for a lot of teams, and they're going to find this out. This isn't your grandpa's given, okay? And what I mean by that or your dad's given is who they are up front on defense is unbelievable. That front six is as good a front six as I've seen since I've done this uh, for a lot of years. They are exceptional, um, uh, their front six up front on defense. You know, they, we talk about the offense. Their strength is that front six. So I do see that. Uh, I don't think Given has much trouble tomorrow night as long as they keep their head screwed on straight. It's just a group of kids that have been on a mission. I don't see them stumbling. The game really is in Sutton with Sutton and uh, North Platte-St. Pat's, two massive perennial teams uh, uh, as far as with deep playoff runs every year, big um, regular seasons. This will be a big one. That game might get done in about 30 minutes, too. There's 48 minutes on the clock, I understand, but it probably won't take much more than that because neither one of those teams are going to want to throw the ball at all. They're going to run it, run it, run it. St. Pat's is going to run the... Uh, veer, tons of veer, not a lot of pitch. Sutton is going to run a ton of veer, uh, unbalanced uh, type stuff. And I think when you look at that game in and of itself, lots and lots of offense, but it's going to come on the ground. In some ways, it will be interesting to see how the defenses line up in that, Doug, only because uh, they both want to run veer 
and it's what they run against themselves all year. So we will have the Gibbon game with Bridgeport at 2 o'clock on ESPN Radio, and then at 4 o'clock here on Classic Hits, Carney Hyatt, Millard North, then at 7 o'clock, Sutton, North Platte, St. Pat's. We will have the Hastings, St. Cecilia, Tri-County game on 1230 AM KHAS. That is at 7 o'clock, and again, if you're driving, you're out there, all you got to do is go to platriverpreps.com. All the information is there. You can listen to it online as well, wherever you're at uh, for, for those games uh, that we will be continuing to broadcast throughout the playoffs. 63-6 to in favor of Kennesaw over Giltner here at the half. Yeah, and I would say, you know, just as far as, you know, uh, Donovan Trumbull, West Holt, uh, could be. I think Donovan Trumbull's the class there. We played West Holt this year. We led them for a half. Uh, went out and just knocked them right in the mouth for the first 24 minutes. They pull away from us. Uh, we have a terrible third quarter. But I don't see Donovan uh, crumbling there. I think Donovan, again, uh, could, could have a pretty big night. Donovan is a sneaky team, Doug, that could make a deep, deep run here. They have had some work with Battle Creek, some games with Battle Creek, who would be their second-round opponent. Uh, so that's what makes that interesting. Taking a look at uh, Grand Island, can they make a third straight run to the semis and see what happens? Here's the deal with them. Coach T does it right. His guys are coached up. Nobody in the state of Nebraska believes more than that purple, uh, those kids that play. I will tell you that Omaha North don't get – um, fooled by that record. It's a legit record, and they can run the rock. They run the ball as good as anybody in the state of Nebraska in Class A, but Coach T's defense is really, really good. Well, amazing, isn't it? Omaha North has ended them the last two years in the semifinals on their runs to the state championship, and that's who they draw in the first round of the playoffs uh, here this year. Yeah, and, and <laughs> how that works is crazy. It's in Grand Island, uh, this Grand Island team is different than the others. Not a ton of flash, a whole bunch of tough. And and that's what you need to have if you're going to play that that power eye team uh, that Coach Martin's going to bring to town. Let's take a quick look at our first half stats as we get closer to the start of the second half. First off for Giltner, Trevor Linden, one carry, six yards. Brett Good, one carry, two yards. Trevor Sock, one carry, negative two. Alex Garaki, the quarterback, three carries for four yards, sacked once. That's six rushing attempts for two yards. Through the air, Garaki was just one of his last eight. And to start the game, he was one of six with a pick and two negative yards so in the middle first couple of drives of the second quarter they finally found some things eight of 22 one interception in this football game uh for garaki and uh he has the only touchdown it was a five yard run so once again i need to update my stats there he had four carries for one yard so then you've got seven carries for seven yards and that's the story there. 89, 87 yards through the air, 94 total yards here in the uh, first half of play. Three penalties for 15 yards, two turnovers, two penalties on Kennesaw for 30 yards. Preston Schnitzler, 19 rushes, 201 yards, six touchdowns. Tyson Burr, nine carries, 35 yards, and a touchdown. He also had a punt return for a touchdown. 35 carries, 266 yards, one completed pass for 19 yards, 13 first downs for Kennesaw. They lead it 60 Three to six. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll kick it off after this. 
NewTech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put NewTech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Well, Kennesaw will boot it away and through the end zone to start the second half of play here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. So now Giltner will take over the football. We'll see here. Uh, Just a base spread formation. Going to go two by one with one in the backfield. Love to throw the football. I'm going to try to continue to do it here. Garaki, oh, they've switched quarterbacks. Yeah, they've got oh, Dwayne Heinrichs back there, Doug. Number 22, Dane Heinrichs. So they have went to a freshman. I guess you figure time to look. I mean, I don't know. Garaki's a, fre- a sophomore, sophomore, so yeah. I don't know why that would change things up. Give him all the snaps you could. but. So Dane Hendricks is in there. His first pass incomplete. And his second pass is going to be hit down before he can throw it. Yeah, they tried to run option there, and he just slipped. He went to cut the ball straight up the field and just slipped and fell down. So they've decided to change things up a little bit on us here, Larry. Yeah. And I suppose you you go in at the half and get a feel for your kids, and and he just likes something a little different here. Maybe we'll get a different look on the first series and see if anything changes. So third down and 12 after the two-yard loss. Snap a little off the mark, but they get it. Fired over the middle, but way over the head of the intended receiver. Trying to get it to Reese Lyon. And it's not just the quarterback they changed. They changed most of the offense, and it's going to be fourth down and 12. Yeah, and I do like they've got Sock in the backfield here. They did that in that second quarter, made that change, and I did like it. No. Now back in is Alex Gorecki back into the backfield. Going to punt it, I think. And now we have got a whistle. And this is what you don't want to see here in the second half is ugliness. You just want to see come out, play football, don't change things up, do what you've been doing. Well, and I think that's just it. I mean, you just want to see the thing go now. But it wasn't a penalty. What I'm, I'm not so sure what the issue was. So ready to punt it away again, the pooch punt. Nobody was back for Kennesaw. Takes a nice little roll. It's going to go about 10, 12 yards to the 32-yard line. And that's a 34-yard punt, and that's where Kennesaw will take over. Obviously, Kennesaw hasn't been stopped all night, so will they uh, do some different things? Who will they trot out there? And it looks like, as you thought, uh, Alex Heyer is going to come out there as the quarterback. You've got Anderson out there. You've got Shukai as a Wide receiver. Yeah, and these are precious, precious snaps right now um, for hire. This is very important for him to be able to get you know an entire half of playoff football here. See, I would imagine that's Denkert at the fullback. That's where he usually comes in. They turn, hand it to Anderson off the left side. He's got a hole. He's up the middle. He's going to be drugged down by his shirt tail inside the 30, the 25 to the 24-yard line, 24 yards for Anderson. Yeah, and again, you know, I mean, Austin Anderson's their second-leading rusher. He's not a slouch. He was one step away there, Doug. So 24 to the 24. That'll be first down and 10. And it looks like defensively, kind of the same thing here. Uh, Coach uh, Ashby has made some changes out of the I formation. 
turn, hand it off to the first man through. The fullback breaks a tackle inside the 20 to the 15, and carrying the ball will be Daniel Duffy. And Reese Lyon, their number five for Giltner, just kind of jumped on Duffy's back, hoping to get him drugged down, and did. You just got to play tough here, and that's you know that's part of it, I suppose. Is you're, I mean, you're going to play these guys that are coming back for you and just give them as many snaps as possible. That's a 13-yard carry to the 11-yard line. First down and 10. Higher hands it to Anderson, trying to follow his blocks right side. Now cuts it back up the middle and gets a couple inside the 10 to about the 8-yard line. And you also have to wonder, did the coaches get close enough at halftime to have a conversation? Not those two. <laughs> my, my, my guess would be no. A lot of pride there. I know, you know, I've been in that situation before, and uh, uh, now you want to go focus on your guys. Second down and seven. They'll give it to the fullback, Duffy, again, up the middle. Still on his feet inside the five. Now they try to push him into the end zone, and he gets in there. Well, and and, and here's part of it. Legitimately, Doug, is you've got a situation where um, uh, you – if you're Giltner, it's going to be ISO. You know, I mean, part of that is you just need to get tough and, and make, make the play. And I know that's what Coach Ashby's wanting them uh, to do here. And Dankert did come in and get his first carry as a fullback. So an eight-yard touchdown run for Dankert. They line up to go for the two-point conversion. Pitch it to the right side. Anderson gets in there for the two. It is 71-6. to six. Kennesaw with our running clock, 8.07 to go here in the third quarter. The state playoffs continuing here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you in part by Nebraska Land National Bank and Kearney. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. The three L's of PlatteRiverPreps.com. Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to past events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news, covering over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. This football season, keep your favorite game day traditions running strong with the power and dependability of a brand new pickup. If you've been wanting a new truck, Tom Dinsdale Automotive has an unbeatable selection on their lot. Test drive your favorites and pick the one that's right for you. From Omaha to Denver and Kansas City to Sioux Falls, Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island is your truck destination. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. Ready for the kickoff here. Even backup kickers. And it's down the middle. Short kick will be taken at about the 13-yard line. Giltner comes to the 15. Little burst of speed over the 20, the 25. This is the young man. We don't have him. Number 14. He's not on the roster, Doug. Let's hope that's Trevor Linden. If it's not, then uh, we have to apologize. He's the one guy not on the roster, so. It'll be first down and 10, Giltner. They brought in some new players the first time on offense. And it looks like they've got some new players out here on the second drive. Again, the clock will just continue to run. This is well in the bank. Kennesaw will be playing at Exeter Milligan next Wednesday. Be listening for where we can cover that ball game. Back to pass. The throw down the right side is underthrown. Just sent two men on the fly pattern. Down the right side was Brody Hansen, but it was incomplete that time. 
Yeah, there. I mean, no timing there whatsoever. He, they were running the nine, and he was throwing a much, much shorter pass. And it looks like the number of players, everybody will be out here at some point in the ball game. It'll be second down and 10 here for Giltner. A little short underneath pass is incomplete. Reese Vaught is the quarterback now. Yeah. Vaught now. Yeah, they, he's running through them, and you just can't. These look like those Adidas shoes. You cannot absolutely see the numbers, Doug. So everybody gets in, the kind of changing guys every play. I apologize. It's definitely not the cleanest broadcast tonight, but neither is the game. And on the high snap, it's over the quarterback's head. He goes back, tries to fall on it. Can it slips out. Kennesaw is going to cover the football. So Kennesaw will get the ball back. And covering it is Max Beal, the junior, on the fumble recovery. has a highlight tonight. Yeah, that was a good job, too. The ball stayed out there, Doug, on the ground. And Beal just kept digging for it. Did a really good job. Beal and Sam Shuki there uh, did a wonderful job digging for that football. All three Giltner turnovers in Giltner territory. Deep, too. Here tonight. 71-6 Kennesaw. They'll line up after the turnover. Keep it simple off the left side. Looks like it's Anderson again inside the 15. And Schuster is in. Yeah, and just straight ISO is, is what it is. Uh, Trevor Sock there for Giltner makes the tackle. But it, I, I don't know that we see a different play the rest of the night, Doug. John Schuster wearing number 34. He's going to pick up about six on the play. It'll be second down and four. This time it's the fullback inside the 10-yard line to about the eight. And that will be Dankert on the carry, and he's going to be just short of the first down. It'll be third down and one. Yeah, Brody Hansen there and uh, Dane Heinrichs on the tackle. Gildner's got a bow their neck here, Doug. I mean, for real. There's six minutes still left, or five minutes left in this quarter. And Third and one, pitch play. Trying to get to the outside is going to be Schuster, and he's going to be hit right at about the first down marker and tackled forward for the first down, a gain of two. Yeah, Brandon Gildersleeve for Giltner did a wonderful job there. Played right down the line of scrimmage laterally there and made a big hit on the cutback. It'll be first down and goal. They'll mark it at the five-yard line. And it will be Kennesaw getting everybody in, starters just waiting for this one to be over. Definitely nothing that we could have anticipated here tonight in this battle of top 10 teams from the preseason. Pitch it to the right side. Schuster got about a yard. He stays on his feet. The pile finally gets him stopped at the four. But we've seen a couple of gang tackles where the pile just kind of inches forward so they can't blow it dead. Yeah. And that's what happened there. Yeah, Dane Hendricks did a good job for Giltner. He got in there and just kept his feet running, waited for his buddies to get there. It'll be second down and goal at the four-yard line. And again, unlike 11-man where you could just rotate in another third team, fourth team, this is about it for both teams. They'll turn, fake the handoff, quarterback keeper trying to get around the left side. That's Taylor Pulver, and he is going to be short of the pylon at about the one-yard line. 
And I imagine if that young man gets in, we'll have to give some heart sedative over here to our PA guy. Yeah, and uh, that, uh, well, let's see, third down here. Ball's on the one. So it'll be third down and goal at the one-yard line as Kennesaw trying to get in there. Taylor just a freshman handling the snaps as they're trying to get the play, and they'll break the huddle a little late. Come up quickly with a couple of seconds left on the play clock, and they'll just go straight ahead into the end zone for a Kennesaw touchdown, and Pulver takes it in for the quarterback sneak. Yeah, I suppose they'll kick this. They should, I think. Of course, when you get this deep, Doug, a lot of times in your depth chart, you don't always have a snapper and a holder. Sometimes you go for two here, and you're not trying to put points on the board. You physically don't have a snapper and a holder this deep in the depth chart. So the two-point conversion coming up, and I'm one of the few times I guess I'm a little speechless, Larry. Yeah, no question. And, again, I'm going to say it, you know – as the two-point conversion is up the middle and good. I don't, and, and I, to forgive me on this, but Gilder's got to bow their necks here a little bit. There's still three minutes left in the third quarter. You're three touchdowns away from a train wreck. And it's a uh, running clock, and Kennesaw still has a couple of touchdowns on the board here. 3.04 to go in the third quarter. It is 79-6, Kennesaw. That's my point. Is you, They've already scored a couple here. You're three touchdowns away from this being an oh my god i mean you know where everybody's talking about well, you're talking 100 to 6 we'll take a break kick it off when we come back whether you're talking sports or farming one thing is the same you need power Think husker power products for propane natural gas and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs when you require irrigation power parts or timely service think husker power products your provider of gm powered natural gas and lp high efficiency irrigation engines and fuel efficient isuzu diesel engines call 402-463-1531 for husker power products of hastings your full service irrigation engine headquarters now also located in Sutton. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Hastings, Grand Island, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska, Kearney. We are the Difference Makers. And they're ready to kick it away again for Kennesaw. Plenty of special teams work tonight. Short kick taken at the nine-yard line. Out of the air that time, a little surge up the middle to the 20, to the 25, and that's where the gang tackle will be made, and that's where the Giltner Hornets will start with the football. Trevor Sock on the return. Yeah, he did a really nice job there. He was patient and then hit the gas right at the right time. Don't forget, at the end of the ball game, we'll have our new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. This is one of them where they haven't had to worry about the chain gang tonight. Brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. They'll take care of you on the side of the road if that happens to be what happens to you? And on the option pitch, it's loose again, and another Kennesaw fumble recovery. He's got to hand it off at this point because now what you're doing is you're begging Kennesaw to just take knees. John Schuster with the fumble recovery, and that is the third time that it's been one play and a turnover for Giltner after a touchdown. Yeah, this is just amazing. The ball will be at the Giltner 20-yard line, the fourth turnover now for Giltner. Yeah, and just the same offense comes back out, and you're going to see toss or iso, I can assure you of that. There's nobody left. They've played them all. Pulver, the quarterback, gives it to the fullback off the right side, breaks one tackle, 
And breaks another one. Gets close to the 15-yard line. Yeah, and Alex Gorecki comes in and makes a nice tackle there, but that was just fullback dive. And it looks like that was Denkert again. Gain of three. We've seen him get into the end zone once tonight and a couple of times in games that we covered earlier this year. Again, a reminder tomorrow, pregame at 3.30, kickoff at 4. Carney High at Millard North, followed by North Platte St. Pat's at Sutton right here on Classic Hits. As we wind down time in the third quarter, they'll hand it off to Schuster, and he'll make it to the 14-yard line, a gain of three. Yeah, just ISO there, so it's just dive ISO toss. Well, while you're listening, and uh, we're glad if you're still along with us here in a game that uh, has really gotten away, we need to give you some scores. Exeter Milligan ended up winning tonight 42-6. to I guess this is as good a time as any. This will be the 100th career win for Craig Schnitzler tonight, and it won't be... Hard to forget. They'll fumble the snap, but it looks like the quarterback, Pulver, is able to get back in there and cover it before the uh, Giltner Hornets can jump on top of it. You know, and the amazing thing is, Duck, is it's so hard. You know, when you think of Craig Schnitzler, you think of a guy that's done it a long time, been really good at it. You know, only 100. I know I, I say only. You know, that's it what I was thinking, too. a long time to get there, man. Yes, it does. It seems like he's been here forever, but uh, hadn't been that long since the old Skeener retired. Yeah. Pitch play left side, and Schuster not going to get as much on this one. Again, they stand him up. They're trying to tear the football out of there, and on fourth down, he'll Big be stop. short. Got a couple there, but it wasn't enough. No, third quarter's going to come to an end, Doug. And that was a big stop there by Giltner. So Giltner will get the football back, but uh, we're just 12 minutes away from a quick get-out-of-here type of situation because it's 79-6, to Kennesaw leading Kiltner here in the opening round of the state football playoffs. Brought to you on Classic Hits by Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex and TomDinsdale.com. Honey, hurry, we need to finish loading up the trash. The dump closes in 30 minutes. Don't let trash take up time in your busy schedule. Let Ravenna Sanitation take care of all your trash needs. At Ravenna Sanitation, they take trash seriously. They're there to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service that you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. Well, they're scoring so fast, Larry, we don't even get back to start the fourth quarter. They're trying to get this thing going here. And on the first play, the center snaps it over the quarterback head in Reese Vaught and by quite a bit, and it goes into the end zone. Reese hustles back there to cover it, but it's a safety, and it's 81-6, to and Kennesaw gets the ball right back. Yeah. The time of possession is incredible. I'll just tell you, the Giltner boy, he made a nice play there to save some points because there were – uh, two Blue Devils just breathing right down his neck. That would have been seven points. Instead, just two saves five points there. When we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. 
And now a free kick coming up for Giltner. And Gilder's sleeve will do that. When he punted it a couple of, you want to know good, that's Doug. that's the bright spot yes. for Giltner. I mean, we're we're not here we're not here to throw anybody under the bus. I mean, this is not expected and this is as bad as it's been for Giltner maybe ever. Uh, this is just a, a disaster, unfortunately, for them tonight. But you've got a few of these kids that continue to try hard. And, you know, the big fellow at Gildersleeve is 225 pounds, but he's had a couple, three nice punts, and now the free kick, he will punt it instead of put it on a tee. Very high, it'll be short, and it will bounce at the 35 and then kind of get away. That is a free ball. Cover yes. it, Gildner, it's your ball. And then it's kicked back to the return man for Kennesaw. And so it will be Danker to take it down at the 25. Kennesaw was thinking it was a punt. If Giltner would have fell on that, it would have been their football because the free kick is just like any other kickoff. Coach Schnitzler not happy there. He went right down to make sure they understood that. Where that gets confusing for a young kid is that's a punt. And in his opinion or his thought process that I can I don't have to feel yeah, that. Just get away. Get away. Yeah. Let them down it. We'll take over. You can't peter that one. <laughs> So first down in twenty or first down in ten at the twenty-five yard line here for Kennesaw, just trying to keep the clock running, playing some football, handing it off over the left side, and Schuster has been carrying it here the last couple of series, and he'll get a yard. There is definitely nothing special here; just run it off guard, run it off end, and keep it moving with ten forty in the running clock because it is eighty-one to six in favor of uh, Kennesaw, and that will be. The same amount they scored beating Loomis, so another point. And, yeah, hard to believe that they – but they've been over 70 numerous times this year. And they'll keep it on a quarterback bootleg and running right into the Giltner hands a couple of yards again for Pulver. Yeah, and they've still got Gilder's sleeve, and some of those guys are pretty big and tough in there for Giltner. Uh, that was a nice play there. Well, they're going to have a – the pride of the Giltner Hornets and what they've done over the years. This is going to be some sting. It'll be interesting when they go to camp, when they get in the weight room. They're still a fairly young football team. They're not going to lose a ton of seniors. As we said, Christian Lichty was out, Brett Good, uh, Corey Hollick, and uh, then you got a couple other kids. But that's about it. That's about it for the seniors. Yeah, I think the key is they find some speed. They're going to be pretty good. They'll hand it off to Schuster. He's got a little hole this time, and he's going to come across the 30, get to about the 32 to 33, just short of the first down. He's going to pick up five more. Yeah, Brody Hansen laid the boom there for Giltner. Still playing big and physical. In the winner goes to Exeter Milligan. I'll take a look at some scores here for you. As the trains come rolling through here on the south side of Kennesaw, fourth down and two. 9.15 to go in the ball game. Kennesaw will win their sixth in a row, seventh legit when you throw in that four-foot win. They'll hand it to the fullback, and it looks like Denkert's got it, and he's going to bounce up to midfield. It's going to be a gain of seven for Ryan Denkert. Here's a thin an inch of breaking that. Exeter Milligan, a winner, 42-6. to Lawrence Nelson beat Lions Decatur, 38-22. Why not over Palmer, 66-20. Fall City Sacred Heart, 52-18 over Emerson Hubbard. Randolph over Johnson Brock, 76-33. Last count in the third quarter, Osceola, 52. Osmond, 28. Humphrey St. Francis beat O'Neill St. Mary's, 68 
22-22. On first down and 10, they'll pitch it around the left end. Schuster's got some room. 30, 20, 15. He'll be drunk out of bounds inside the 10-yard line, but there is a penalty flag all the way back at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they threw it right away. Holding Kennesaw. That is the first penalty of the second half on either team because the officials don't want to throw flags either. This kind of stuff is good, though, Doug, because the clock will keep running here and there's no points being put on. It's not out of line that this is the last possession of the game. Some other scores in uh, the state football playoffs in D2 in the West Bracket, Crawford beat Alma 28-16. Garden County leads Layton 14-6 in the second. Going down to the wire, Southwest 26, Maxwell 24 in the fourth quarter. Remember, Maxwell was in the state semifinals last year. Sandhill-Stedford beat Pleasanton 69-16. And Selma Myrna all over Eustis Farnham 64-2. Mullen leads Stewart 30-20. Bertrand uh, over Brady early third, 22-15. Looking for an update on that score because that should be a little bit farther along. As they hand it off here on first down again, the running back Dane Isley won't go down, so they have to blow the play dead. Yeah, the Blue Devils still fighting for every yard here, playing tough. All those young guys getting after it. So the big one's next week. I mean, you've got a situation where, you know, two of probably the three best teams in the state are going to get after it uh, next week, Doug, with Kennesaw. And Exeter Milligan. Yes, sir. Chambers Wheeler Central beat Wallace today 60 to 6. We'll look at D1 here after this play on second down and 16 at their own 34. Hand it to the fullback. Nothing happened in that time for Ryan Denker. In D1, Creighton 48 to nothing over Fullerton in the third. Clarkson Lee beat Diller Odell 52 to 26. High Plains beat Howells Dodge 84 to 40. In the fourth quarter, it was East Butler over Heartland, 34-29. to Still some time there in a close game. And Heartland, a 14 seed, trying to pull a major upset. Carnegie Angels beat Meade, 60-6. to Bloomfield knocked off Lord Central Catholic, 80-48. to Neely Oakdale led Pender, 49-24 in the third. And it's going to be a quarterback keeper around the left side this time. 35-36, 37-yard line. Pulver is going to pick up about three yards on the play. Yeah, Will Reeson there. And little number 14. If number 14's grandma's at home listening, no, he's playing really, really well. We just don't know what his name is. Let's hope it's Trevor Linden because That's I haven't right. seen six. So let's hope it's Trevor Linden out there. A couple of other scores for you. It is uh, Bruning Davenport Shickley cruising over Cross County 46-8 to in the fourth quarter. It was 46 nothing there at the half. Fourth down at 13 for Kennesaw at their own 37-yard line. And they're going to punt it out of a Short shotgun formation. Nice punt. It's going to bounce at the 10 and go out of bounds at about the 8-yard line. Pulver punted it. That's about everything you would want your varsity punter to do. Hey, man, when you're living right, you're living right. That is a 35-yard punt and no return. Some other scores. Perkins County takes care of Twin Loop 60-14. to They'll play Clearwater Orchard. Carly Wells will be familiar with that. Clearwater yes, Orchard beat Dundee County Stanton, Stratton 42-18. Elgin beat Axtell 52-28. Hemingford over South Loop 48-7. Burwell leads Boyd County 53-18 in the fourth. Blue Hill has come back from an early deficit. They lead Elm Creek 34-14 in the fourth quarter of play. First down and 10, another high snap here. You got to wonder why Giltner just doesn't get under center right now. I mean, they've had three bad snaps in a row and then a bad pitch. And, and all of them in the second half, to be quite honest, even the first ones, uh, 
you know, uh, in that deal just hasn't been good. You know, this is interesting. All will be well in the Schnitzler home tonight, I can assure you. But the thing is, as a coach, I can tell you that these are unsettling. Second down and long, backed up inside their own five-yard line. Giltner stays out of the shotgun. There's a good snap, wanting to throw deep down the middle of the field and almost into the hands of Brody Hansen. A little more experience for those two. That was a well-thrown ball. Yeah, but back to what I was saying is, like, like I say, you know, Coach Schnitzler will feel wonderful about this. You won't ever give something like this away, but it's unsettling. You have the big game next week, now short week, and you just wonder, did you use it all up? Can you stay sharp? After something like this. 81-6, to Kennesaw. Clock running four and a half to go in the game. On third down and long out of their own end zone. They'll throw it over the middle. And this time it is completed to the hands of Reese Lyon at the 15-20. And he'll be brought down at the 23-yard line. So they're able to pick up about uh, 22 yards on the pass completion. Nice little pitch and catch there. You know, he does throw it pretty well when he gets a chance to get his feet set. So it'll be a first down here for Giltner, their first of this half. What should be the last possession of the game unless there's a quick score. And again, the snap goes through the quarterback's hands and running back there, Reese Vaught. Is he able to fall on it? Yes, he does, but all the way back at the 10-yard line. A couple of other scores. Amherst, the number one seed, does advance on easily tonight over Sutherland, 65-8. to And Ansley Litchfield leads Arapaho, 40-20. to and the one thing that that'll do if Ansley Litchfield wins and Amherst beats them next week is then they would get that next game at home instead of being on the road, which would be potential. So second and long, lining up again. Vought takes the snap. Back to throw. Look at that. 30 yards in the air, and it's caught. A great catch at the 35-yard line to the 38. Brody Hansen. So they got a nice little 1-2 there between the two sophomores, and that's going to be a gain on the play. From the 10 out to the 38, 28 yards. Well, I'll tell you, Ansley Litchfield, don't sleep on them. Their coach, Brad Kerr, is as legit as you get. He's been away from Nebraska for a few years. Lexington kid, Lope Show. He's legit. He'll have those kids ready to go. First down and 10, looking for more points. Giltner out here in the flat, completing a quick stick as Reese Lyon is hit after a, about a one-yard gain. And a nice stick out there in the open field and then some good sportsmanship to help him up. And Taylor Pulver shows him what to do. Yeah, they blasted him right in the face. Uh, No doubt about it. And uh, Dankert, you know, picked him up um, along with Pulver. That was great sportsmanship on their part. You're listening to the state playoffs on KKPR-FM. Carney, Kennesaw, Giltner. Brought to you in part by Mary Lenny Healthcare. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care. It is second down at about 13. They'll throw it out here on a little quick slant, incomplete. But that does not stop the clock, obviously. Time for three or four more plays in this football game. Yeah, and then it'll be done, and probably much to everybody that's in attendance. Well, you look at the scores tonight. There's just two or three of them that go, okay, a 12 beat a 5, a 14 hung close with a 3, but there were a ton of blowouts today in Class D. Yeah, and this th- wasn't one we thought maybe no, it would be that way. Not a 7-10, even, even though they were both in the preseason top 10. Little hitch and go down the left side and off the fingertips inside the 25-yard line. Again, Reese Vaught looking good back there when he has time to throw it. And they just continue to chuck the ball down the field. They've hit a couple of them. 
And that would have been a nice little reception again for Giltner just off the fingertips, incomplete, down that football field, uh, looking for some help, just couldn't haul it in. Yeah, they got a couple pretty good quarterbacks coming back, man. (laughs) You got to hope Giltner can continue to build. And this, this one you throw in the trash can. Fourth down. They need 13 yards to keep the football. Vought to pass down the middle of the field, and it was behind the intended receiver, Brody Hansen. He was going to the sidelines, and Vought threw it on the hash mark, and that will turn the ball over to Kennesaw. I'd be surprised if they made him snap it, Doug. If the officials were smart here, they'd just be slow getting it set. Still hasn't blown it. Still hasn't blown it. And they just threw the... Gatorade bucket on Coach Craig Schnitzler, not because it was a big win, but because it was win number 100. And it'll be something to celebrate here. And they'll turn and hand it off. Final play of the game here for Kennesaw over the left side, inside the 35 to about the 32. Isley's going to pick up about four yards. And everybody can say they played at a playoff game tonight. It'll be more memorable for Kennesaw as they were up 63-6 to at the half and win the football game tonight by a score of 81-6. to Something that you would never think that you would see happen to the Giltner Hornets. And it went wrong from the opening snap of this football game. Kennesaw scored. They turned it over on the first snap of the football game, and that happened about three more times tonight. Oh yeah, Giltner tries the onside kick, only goes about seven yards, and from there the, the avalanche was on. Well, I think Coach Ashby speaking with him in the pregame and then off-air speaking with him down on the field, he knew that uh, they were the decided underdog tonight, but uh, I'm sure him and his coaching staff didn't expect anything like this. No, I would agree with that. Look look at the middle of the field. Everybody's met there. All the guys are kind of mingling uh, both teams together. And, you know, an 81-6 to beatdown, you don't expect to see that. It's nice to see. We will take a break and be back with the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show right after this on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. State playoffs are brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. In Giltner, stop by and see your friendly insurance agents at Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw Insurance specializes in crop, farm, property, casualty, life, and health. For a free consultation, stop by the Giltner office or give them a call. Robert Shaw Insurance. The Sit and Bull Saloon in downtown Giltner is a proud sponsor of all Giltner Athletics. Don't miss homemade pizza every Thursday through Saturday night and many other menu items. Keep your pockets full when you fill your belly at the Sit and Bull Saloon in downtown Giltner. go into nursing because you have a vision of being able to make a difference in people's lives. I remember the nurse when I was a child and going to the doctor's office. I guess that was what I always just wanted to do. It's the nurses that make the difference as to whether a patient really feels good about being here and feels like they're in good hands. I think the nurses gained status because they lived it number one, but they also brought all that knowledge and expertise from many years of dealing with pretty much any situation that they might run into. They became respected by the medical staff as very highly qualified registered nurses. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of that. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care. Mary Lanning Healthcare. 
And welcome back to Kennesaw. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors. We've always had great sponsorship from the city and community of Giltner and around their area in the city and community of Kennesaw. It's time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. A couple little ceremonies here for Coach Schnitzler and his 100th win and a special moment here for the Kennesaw Blue Devils. And you, you kind of wonder, I think Craig will coach as long as he's here. But when, when the boys are gone, uh, you know, it, it's something that's in this Schnitzler blood from grandpa to dad to the kids. And, uh, you know, how long do you hack it? Because he's still got a lot of years in him. Probably go be an assistant for one of them boys at some point <laughs> is what you go do. <laughs> <laughs> well, 81-6 to six tonight, obviously, uh, there's – not much that we have to tell you, but if you joined us a little late, uh, it was off the get-go here for Kennesaw. They took the ball. They marched down the football field. The interesting thing is it was a game the first couple, three series, and that's where we talked about it in the pregame, Larry, is that Giltner would have to come out and prove that it was going to be a game because you knew Kennesaw was going to score. Could Giltner slow them down, and could they score? Well, obviously, they couldn't score because they couldn't keep hold of the football, and Kennesaw, at least they forced a couple of fourth downs. Kennesaw converted them on their first two drives and ended up going up 14 nothing. Uh, after, after the first two conversions, but you kind of thought, okay, Kennesaw takes it, scores. Giltner turns it over on the first play, 16-yard field score again. Okay, it's 14 nothing, but Giltner gets after it, and they just did some things differently, didn't even really get into their passing game till the second quarter. When you sling it around like Giltner does, what you have to be able to do is keep things manageable. You have to keep pressure. I'm not saying lead, but keep pressure, mental pressure on Kennesaw. Because once that thing gets to two or three scores and the one home run can't hurt you, Kennesaw then can just start sending five on your three, and, and they can just massive pressure because that, there's no pressure on them at that point to not give up the home run. The minute that happened, it was an avalanche. I don't know that – Kennesaw is not 81-6 to six better than Giltner. Like, I don't believe that. This game, it, it, it started, as you just pointed out, you have the couple plays that happen early – and then it was just an overwhelming effect. And you didn't have your guy, you know, your number one guy for Giltner's out, and you can't just you can't uh, stem the tide. That's what happened there. What happened initially from Kennesaw, from an offensive standpoint, that did not surprise Coach Ashby a lick. It was a situation where they couldn't score. We'll take a break, give you some of the stats, and wrap things up because the CPI Mr. Tire Scoreboard Show is on the way. We'll be right back. This football season, keep your favorite game day traditions running strong with the power and dependability of a brand new pickup. If you've been wanting a new truck, Tom Dinsdale Automotive has an unbeatable selection on their lot. Test drive your favorites and pick the one that's right for you. From Omaha to Denver and Kansas City to Sioux Falls, Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island is your truck destination. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 
Time now for our Usera moment of the game, and I think uh, we might have both known it at the time. We didn't know that it was going to turn into such an avalanche as we just talked about, but it's pretty simple. Uh, Giltner tried to run option on the first play of the football game, and Gorecki had a hole up the middle. He got about three yards, and then he ran into a truck named Preston Schnitzler who picked him up off the ground, form-tackled him, the ball came loose, and then that's when Kennesaw took over scored a couple of plays later from 16 yards out, and Giltner was never in the football game. That's our Usera moment of the game, brought to you by Usera Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Usera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. And speaking of loved ones, uh, if you love those Giltner kids, they need a... They need a hug. I'm sure the coach thinks maybe a little boot there because he changed some things up in the second half, but uh, you just have to throw this out. Uh, this is um, an anomaly what happened to them tonight. Yeah, and that's what you do. You don't get mad at your kids in that situation. You know, uh, it's a deal where you just tell them, like, sometimes this happens. Like, okay, it got away from us. Now we got to just start punching the clock and get ready to go next year, and uh, you guys go win a bunch of basketball games. There is uh, no reason to break down the specific yards. Uh, we can say that Giltner was positive in the yardage uh, tonight. Had a couple of passes there in the fourth quarter. Uh, Preston Schnitzler, all in the first half, 19 rushes, 201 yards, and six touchdowns. Tyson Burr had a touchdown rushing and a punt return touchdown in the ball game tonight our wrap-up brought to you by buffalo county farm bureau everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent buffalo county farm bureau in Kearney. and uh, then in the second half everybody that was suited up able to get in there and uh, play some football here and uh, john schuster dankert uh, both able to do some good things schuster had a fumble recovery and uh, the only touchdown of the night was a five-yard run uh, for alex garecki uh, that giltner was able to get on the board We'll take a final break, wrap things up from Kennesaw, where the final score is 81-6. to Our state championship coverage brought to you in part by Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax, we've got you covered. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. Well, a lot of uh, blowouts in this first round of the playoffs, and uh, we may see a couple more tomorrow in 11-man football, but we hope to have some good ones for you, including here on Classic Hits. Carney High will be at Millard North, a tough task. Uh, we know that going in, uh, Larry Baker, for the Bearcats. Yeah, no question. <laughs> the thing I'll tell you is, I mean, Millard North's really good. Uh, they do what they do, right? I mean, it's all veer option, uh, veer sweep, all that kind of stuff. Brandon Cool knows what he's doing. He does know what he's doing, and, and the, the, the fascinating thing to watch what he's done is every year you're like, God, they're not going to be very good. I don't know. <laughs> and he finds a way. He coaches them up. 
Don't sleep on the Bearcats. Well, that's what I said. Uh, the many people didn't think Carney would make the playoffs, and they're sitting there at five and two with one of those losses—a double overtime loss that they probably should have won against Papio South. Then they lose to number one Millard West and and to Norfolk, and I think that's where the concern was when you see North Platte beat Norfolk twenty to nothing, and then the next week Norfolk takes out their anger on Carney High, and it was the roughest game of the year. That's your last game going into the playoffs. How will Carney respond? But you're right. There will be a great game plan going in. Will it be good enough to hang with Millard North? Remember, a couple of years ago, it was a 1-16 matchup in the playoffs, and the Bearcats had the lead in the second half. Yeah, that's exactly right. That'll be followed by one of the most intriguing games tomorrow, Sutton and North Platte St. Pat's. We talked about it at the half. That should come right down to the wire. That'll kick off at 7 here on Classic Hits. Yeah, that's just both – I mean – both teams need to bloody their own nose before they take the field because it'll be bloodied within the first play. I mean, these two teams are just going to try to smash each other's teeth out. There might not be ten balls thrown in the air uh, during that football game, uh, but uh, we'll see how it all plays out. And then, of course, our coverage tomorrow begins at 2 in the afternoon, pregame at one thirty. Gibbon will be uh, taking on Bridgeport on ESPN 1460 and 1550. St. Cecilia Tri-County on 1230 KHAS kicks off at 7. It's all on PlatteRiverPreps.com. The World Series tomorrow night will be on the Breeze 94.5. That's where Storm Hockey is right now. Storm Hockey tomorrow night will be on ESPN Radio 1460 and 1550. So there you go, 81-6. Kennesaw career win number 100 for head coach Craig Schnitzler, and they will be off to Exeter Milligan Wednesday, the second round of the Class D playoffs. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Larry, last thought? Anything on your mind? No, I, I'm, I'm really interested now to see how Kennesaw does next week. I think you know, this is a scary deal if you're a coach. You came and you did all the stuff and won the 100th and holy cow, is that a big one next week. And You've got to get everybody you didn't win a championship tonight. You've got to get everybody rewound here. Everybody thought that, uh, and I mean a lot of people, just believed that Kennesaw was going to win opening night because Exeter Milligan really uh, had to restock all of their starters, and they fell in overtime. So every game from here on out, uh, trying to get closer to the ultimate goal in Lincoln. For our producer engineer, Caleb Henry and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda. Don't forget the podcast, photos, and more at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We'll see you from Buell Stadium in Omaha tomorrow at 3.30. The CPI Mr. Tire Scoreboard Show is next. The proceeding has been a KKPR sports production brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.